0: I'm Rizlar.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep. Oh, there we have it. Of... Oh, was that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the Value Pack. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Value Pack. Uh, I don't think there's any announcements or any news or anything like that. Uh, well, Nyash was thinking about having the Corona Cup. That's a thing that might
2: happen. So we talk about Spotify and iTunes, I guess, get that out of the way first.
0: Uh, yeah, well, we don't have confirmation on iTunes yet, but (laughs) Spotify for sure. Right.
2: We're on fucking Spotify, dude. I did it. I finally convinced Reslar to make me the right size artwork to submit. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> that was the whole that was the whole reason why it's been delayed all this time you bro. realize
0: you could have done that yourself. all I did was I put it in paint and I then tried just like,
2: every what, time, every time, you time super, every time I tried to do it like it gave me some message cheap way to do it. yeah it said like this this picture is not big enough to whatever I don't know dude I don't know how to add it man I opened Microsoft Paint and the tools I couldn't find them all right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> holy shit you're such a boomer <laughs>
2: Dude, yeah, it's actually getting bad. As I'm getting older, I'm caring less and less on like how to do stuff. Sad. (laughs) Like I just want to live my life. I don't want to figure this out. You know. Yeah.
0: Right. Holy shit. All right. So the American uh, dream
3: to pay someone else to do it for you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. All right. So balance on live. I'm assuming we're gonna be talking about like the ninja stuff mostly. Yeah. So ninja isn't that the big topic?
2: Ninja Kuno and then, uh, at least in this community and amongst the people I know, a lot of Musas uh, also said that their class has been gutted and they can't use it anymore. And uh, maybe, you know, Nashi can help us figure out out if that's true. So Musas, I've been told, let's start with Musa real quick, get it out of the way. Musas say now, you basically can't use succession for PvE or PvP. That's not true at all. Don't. Lie, you maywa. <laughs> <you, you>
0: want... <laughs> this is maywa propaganda. <laughs> so,
2: a the changes that came to our live server were not the exact same as that were on Global Labs, right? They were like changed slightly. If I do, I they were correct? changed
3: in KR first, and we first. got the KR versions.
2: Okay, and we got the KR version. All right, so All right. the blue buff changed. What changed with it? Do you how much do you know about this? Because I, I try not to follow mooses, because I get frustrated when I do. <laughs>
3: Well, the, you always end up, you know, chasing behind them, and they just get That's away. That's
2: true. Right? They, well, or they start at um, me.
3: Yeah, that too. But uh, I mean, I don't know the the extreme details. Shiki told me them, um, but it's Musa things, so it kind of like went in one ear, sort of out the other.
1: <laughs> but um, I know all they I'm say like, is like fire.
3: I'm just fire, like, can, fire, I can, can I still kill you? Our fire is not strong. Can I still kill you? Yes. Okay. Good. Uh, no. Nah, jokes aside, uh, he was telling me about him. Um, I, don't, I just don't remember the exact details of uh, how the mechanic changed. But basically, you could still use your abilities just fine. You do have to change it up when it comes to PvE. The biggest impact was more or less PvE rather than PvP. Um, mm-hmm. But he's finding a way to make it work. Um, and it, He's able to do just fine. He lost some, some grind speed um, potential. But uh, PvP, we did some duels and whatnot. I, I do not see a difference. Like honestly, yeah. Um, but there again, I like I still don't I still don't have I don't remember the details as to what specifically changed. You don't um, you don't have enough evasion
2: to tell, dude. But the, the, the way that they though. were
3: planning to change it in global Labs was that there would be a cooldown on the blue buff. They removed that. So what they did instead, I believe, is that they reduced the damage that the abilities that they use on cooldown with the blue buff do, but it's like. I mean, some of them were "quote unquote" hit hard, but they still do plenty of damage, so it's a non-issue. But they actually gave them um, Gale as a super armor all the time on the third hit, I think specifically. But it it goes so fast, you end up in the third hit right away, anyways, and they can linger it. So they kind of gave them some more protected options for PvP as well. So right. it's
4: it, like well, that's why me. I'm
3: saying. Basically, I don't see a difference. I think, ultimately, they're still as strong as they were. And their PVE would be the biggest thing that was impacted.
2: Let me double-check the blue buff thing. Because I think they still... Oh, okay. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. They just ch- they changed the duration of Serene Mind from 5 to 7 seconds. And then... Changed the description to be more clear. Changed the stun effect blooming. Uh, it's only on the first hit now. On blooming, so that was kind of significant.
3: Yeah, that was one thing, but that's not too big a deal. I mean, yeah, it sucks because if you throw a, if you throw a blooming out outward, it wasn't, mm-hmm. it was stunning multiple times, basically. So their catch with that isn't as good.
2: So blooming, I think that it fixed their
3: one BX a little bit.
2: Blooming split damage was removed. um
3: Yeah, for both Moose and well all split damage for blooming and. I don't know what the other abilities for Musa, but it may will got um, Ascension Heaven split damage
4: removed as well. Okay, well,
2: I don't know. Like, I, I guess we'll see. I, I After I'm going to keep an eye on it because I know we have a lot of Musas in uh, the value pack community that say that it's dead. Um, but of the succession Musas I've talked to. Um, when grinding so far, they say they, they can't really tell a difference that they're still able to get in, in high end spots. Like at Starzen and Sakreya, they still get super high trash. It hasn't really affected them that yeah, much. Had a so
0: raw drop Tungrad from Ochman, What the fuck?
3: Wait, what? You mean Awakening?
2: No, no, Succession. That it actually hasn't made that much of a difference in the trash and Succession.
3: At like so cry?
2: Yeah, Sucreia and and, uh, and StarZen specifically.
3: Shaky noticed an initial difference, an initial difference what he was doing for skill rotations before at Zen. He mm. said he lost like around, I want to say like 500 trash per hour. But then he changed up his rotation and kind of made up for it almost all the way. Right. So I, I don't think fully, but.
2: let change the he style his a little rotation, bit. It's,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: Right, so basically good.
3: before you was just constantly rotating um rising storm and blaze and then getting serene mind with some ability and then doing it again just constantly it's like a, it's a hell boring style i guess but
2: in an that's attempt the best way to do it in an attempt to not have a another Maywa podcast <laughs> let's go over real oh quick quickly the Maywa changes so the all evasion minus three percent effect quickly. to successful hits on sticky snowflake skills good or bad you like the change don't care
3: that is good if we're just looking at that as a blanket, okay. blanket statement, the, yes. the
2: correct attack range of Sticky Snowflake skills to better match their graphical effect. So is the AoE bigger now?
3: Yes, it's very wide. It's a full, complete 180, and it hits very far.
2: Dude, thank so God. So it's actually a really good change. That actually drove me nuts how big that AoE looked but actually wasn't before made no sense <laughs> to me.
3: Yeah, well, this only affects the normal Sticky Snowflake, not the BSR version. So okay. the BSR still hits the same range.
2: Um, and then fix the issue of Prime. I think those are just bugs, right? And then Flow Moonlight Dash uh, is now quick slot.
3: Prime... All right. So wait, your Moonlight Dash, you said?
2: Yeah, it says Flow Moonlight Dash yeah. is now quick slot available. Is that good or bad or doesn't matter? Um, it's weird. I guess it's good in a
3: way. It it's not what we needed. No one asked for it. They basically made pedal they they turned Moonlight Dash into Petal Bloom by making it hot barable. And you can use it by itself. And they also made the damage match what Petal Bloom does for non-charge up. So five hits and its a damage percentage is the same. So they made it a better Pedal Bloom without having the knockdown effect. Don't know why they did it.
2: Right. Okay.
3: It's it made no sense.
2: Um and then the damage or sorry, the the uh the corrected the attack range of the following skills. So frost pillars when not in cooldown and flow tip of the iceberg. So are those AOEs bigger or smaller now? Or have you tested The
3: The Range is a little bigger. It's kinda of hard to notice the range difference. But I think the main thing is that it, it seems like the conal damage that it does is a lot more accurate. Like before, mm-hmm. there would be like hitbox issues, and sometimes frost pillar tip the iceberg would like wouldn't do anything, Um, or like very minimal damage. But now it kind of seems like the damage is hitting a little bit better and more consistent. But it's still not amazing damage by any means. It's great as a finisher and a combo, but it's not That's like right. something you want to throw out like a crush crusher foul play at all.
2: All right. More changes to come. We'll talk about the global live changes on the class in a bit. So yeah, no so, so. there's just live changes. Was, was so, that nice and concise? It was nice and concise, dude. I'm proud of you. I yeah. try.
0: Now, try. One, one, one issue I have with one thing you said. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right. There we go. And then it opens up.
2: Okay, yeah, so right.
3: <laughs> That's how it talking. starts.
2: So we got the ninja changes. Uh, I'm going to focus. We're just going to focus on the nerfs to succession because these weird combos to awakening i don't know how good they are exactly all of these skills are basically bad but maybe in pve it helps i doubt in pvp any of these sudden decap um flow execution just don't do that much damage in pve so i don't know how much or pvp anyway so let's focus on on the good stuff um smokescreen nerf that's on ninja kuno and uh whenever they use their bams the evasion nerf is uh is in effect. I, I actually do think it's kinda noticeable. Um nine is a lot, so it's it's no it's actually noticeable. Uh the PvP damage, I I, I really think like in a combo, it's not that big a deal. The bladespin, moonlight, foxclaw, and behead nerf, but in like node wars and stuff when they're just doing protected skills like on your back or just randomly in like chaotic engages. They, I feel like they do way less damage. Like, if a ninja blade spins me from the front, I, I feel like it... Now, granted, I'm high DP, right? But I feel like it basically does... It does so little damage now that it's not that big a deal. They're not just really? going to be killing people with blade spin. Yeah, well, that's good, I, I'm not honestly. saying it's bad. I'm saying it's it's like, when if I'm CC'd, it does a lot of damage. And they do, like, a legit combo. But if they're just blade spinning on a group, I feel like it's not that bad anymore. I think the change was good on that. That's um, good. Black Moonlight. Um, I feel like its utility is... It's mostly like a finisher now. I, I still see ninjas refloat with it, but I don't know. I have to ask like Yellow his opinion on it or someone, but I, I just feel like it's not the best refloat anymore anyway because it lost its air attack damage yeah. a few patches ago. I think it's better to use something else. Um, Foxclaw and Behead... Um, I know, Beheading is one of those ones where you don't generally get the full damage anyway because you have to cancel out if you want to be safe. And then Foxclaw is just kind of a starter skill, so not that big a deal. But the movement. The movement, the movement, the movement. So Alert Stance alert stance on Smokescreen and uh, Evasive Shuriken Malice has been reduced a ton. They move about one-third the distance they moved before this patch when using those two movement abilities. It feel, if you're super used to it, it feels weird switching. So I, I was messing around on Ninja yesterday on Arsha, and it, it does feel weird And if you, if you relied on it a lot, because it was a really good way to chase someone down. It was a really good way to escape, and it was a really good way to just get behind someone to try to use the CC on their back, because it would instant teleport you behind them. Um, Now it's just kind of a little scoop. And... If you overly relied on it, it's gonna feel horrible if you didn't and you get used to all the other movement options, I think it's not that bad and actually, it actually was a decent change for me. I know ninja's gonna be so mad at me. all of them think it's horrible, and that's what made the succession fun, but I think it's still fun with even with it the way it is. just me personally. We saw I, um I sent you guys a gif the other day of that that ninja that said that they're in a wheelchair now or whatever. Where is that? Um,
0: yeah, the one in BA.
2: Yeah, Here, let me pull this up. Succession Ninja post nerf is too immobile. It's literally unplayable. So I'm gonna, I'm playing this right now. So for audio listeners, <laughs> this Ninja is running up with target chase to the top of BA. He's going to use his his movement combo from the entrance of BA, and then uh, he he goes. <laughs> he starts right at the entrance of BA where it goes from like the safe zone to the actual uh part where you can PvP and he just does a movement combo. And granted, like a lot of it is unprotected, but he literally just moves around the entire battle arena with this skill rotation. Put the put the uh
4: the link in the uh Discord and check it out.
2: Dude, it's so good. It's so good. I mean it's it's actually It's not that it's not even that fast. You know? But it's still like in the heat of battle, it's still fast it's still fast enough. Yeah. Um
3: Let me show this to I no, I think it's good.
2: I I think it was a good change. Like uh, I don't know. It's a weird uh I, I totally understand like man, it sucks. When you have something and you're used to it and it's super fun to lose it does suck. Like I get that, but um Balance-wise, I think it's fine.
3: They're mad because they can't outrun an arrow to the back anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's really it. Dude, they this guy is good. In the back now.
2: I never really got good at it, but the, the evasive malice, like, as part of the movement, like, turning your camera right, I never really did that. I, use, I always use, like, forward evasive malice for the alert stance, but I guess there's a lot more movement if you do it sideways. Um.
3: Yeah, but to suggest that this is not good movement what was it a satire like
0: the sarcasm yeah well, that post is definitely satire yeah
2: yes that yeah, yeah. that post is being sarcastic as fuck that yeah,
0: that basically. that that ninja is basically looking at all the other ninjas and saying like what the fuck are you guys talking about look at yeah, what they're they fucking
3: do. whining over nothing
0: uh, and for the record, I w- jumped into Yellow Stream yesterday, and he had a command for it, but I'm I'm annoying, so I just asked him anyway. I was like, "Hey, <laughs> Yellow, is a uh, is Succession Ninja dead?" And he was grinding history and just like killing it. And he was like, "I don't know, man. Does it look dead to you?" <laughs> so I was yeah. like, Yeah,
4: okay. Well, fair enough."
2: <laughs> yeah. No, it's not Basically, It's just harder. It's gonna it's gonna separate the good players from the bad ones, honestly.
3: Well that's the thing, like people just wanna be able to auto win and frankly, no.
0: Yeah. You need to get <laughs> I mean, good with your class. I, Fuck you. I, and I, your I go back whiny to the uh, I go back to that, what was it a uh, South American, I think, uh, server ninja that you linked Nay, the clip where like he oh, uses God. like he uses like three abilities and then gets upset that the person isn't dead.
1: And yeah. it's like dude, what like,
0: that wasn't was even an actual combo.
3: Yeah, was it a was it like a Spanish streamer or something like that? It was yeah, I think. Pro- uh, oh my god, the face, the face was fantastic. The just the sheer disappointment, I could feel it and I could taste it. It was great. That's like,
0: like if I grab wonderful, someone wonderful tears. That's like if I grab someone and then ancient wave them, nothing else, and then complain that they weren't dead. Like you didn't yeah. do anything. <laughs>
2: We have a hard exactly. and fast rule in this game, too. Like, you don't get to auto-win unless you're a Sork. Period.
3: True. True. He's not wrong.
0: Or, well, today, yeah. I, I would also argue there were several instances through the history of BDO that this was also true for other classes. Uh, And I know we've talked about this before, but, like, you have, like, <clears throat> Warrior Awakening, right? Like, the first awakening come out before anybody else had theirs. That was almost an auto win. Uh you yeah, had... I mean
4: yeah,
3: it's it's ridiculous. Like I still to this day do not
0: of... understand that decision. That was the weirdest thing that they ever did.
3: Yeah, I mean it's PA for you. Like, what do you expect? Some crazy yeah. decisions sometimes that come out of that office.
0: Then you also have Sorkin Ranger that get launched like catfish days. Like that was basically an auto win, oh unless gosh. that person was just dog shit. Like there just wasn't anything you could do about those two classes. Uh, you have uh, right after rare bombs were released for Valkyrie. Like that insane shit. Like also basically an auto win. So yeah. this is just oh, also Ninja pre concealment blade spin nerf. I would argue was also in that state of like, you basically just auto win. Yeah. So like, there's been variations of it and it seems like right now it's just kind of Sork's time, I guess.
2: Did you mention the striker one?
0: So uh, when, oh yeah.
2: When striker got the first their, uh, So they got, the got two sets off. of buffs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they got two yeah. sets of buffs. The first one was like, eh, and then the second one was like, wait, what the fuck did you do to these guys? You're Isn't like, that
0: what's hilarious did about they like Stryker, really,
2: Did they ruin them or something? No, no, it was like one of those like sci-fi... It was like a sci-fi original thing where they gave like a, a rat a chemical and now all of a sudden it's the size of a, skys- a skyscraper and just walking through the city, killing everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, because oh, yeah. what a public. lot of people don't remember, or like if they do remember, they just like... Or if they were there for it, they don't remember it, rather. What a lot of people weren't there for. was Striker on release was actually dog shit like it was fucking terrible yeah they couldn't do a goddamn thing and it was only after they buffed him like i think three weeks in a row or some shit it was like wait what the fuck these guys can't be killed
3: these clones those clones had like a lot of bugs to them they were like spawning literally across the fucking arena and hitting other players this shit was hilarious back then. Oh,
2: dude, do you remember that weird clone bug where, like, this is gonna be so hard to describe, but there was a if they were like kind of far from you and you saw clones, there'd be these weird stretching like flags that would shoot all the way yeah. to the sky. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. dude, it, I forgot it was about ridiculous. that. That shit was fun. Oh,
0: I'm... also the the last uh, thing that came to mind for me for auto wins, and I I know there's a portion of our audience just screaming it right now. Uh, any DK that fought against Mystic or Striker during the Magic DP oh my period.
3: Oh, God. Yeah, they were an auto loss.
0: Yeah, that was just. There There literally was nothing you could do whenever they had that extra Magic DP. There was just nothing a DK could do about it. It was very sad for them.
3: Yeah, and it's funny because they claimed that uh, Mystic Stryker was going to be the counter to Musamewa because of the mobility they were going to be able to catch us. That was the whole yeah. like premise behind them. And that's not how that works.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna try to find these patch notes just because I think it'll be interesting to read them now. Like with the current system how ridiculous they are. The uh yeah. the striker ones. Hold on, let's see. I feel like the the patch must have been in either um July or June. I honestly couldn't tell you. Of 2017. Because it, it came out in the summer of 2017. Um... <laughs> Fuck. Oh, it's going to be too hard to find, probably. Let's see. I'm going to try two more dates and see what happens.
4: Um, I would be shocked if you were able to find it, dude.
2: Well, it's it would be in that time. Because it was only a few weeks after release. And it came out in June. So the patch would either come... I can't remember when in June. Uh No, I don't know. Like here are some some skills, but I can't tell. Like let's see um the following skill's damage range has been increased. Skull Crusher, Rampaging Predator, Infernal... Dude, I feel like it's the patch right after this. But this is July 26th. The jumping motion from Skull Crusher became quicker. Land Buster now has Super Armor. Flash Step, Silent Step can be used uh, with 10 Martial Spirit Shards, even during cooldown. That's funny, it didn't actually launch with that. That was after. I didn't even realize that. Um, bunch of damage increase. PvP damage increase. Accuracy rate increase. PvP damage... Of the following skills increased, Endless Fight, Hellbreak, Ultimate Crush, Skull Crusher, Spiral Cannon, Endless Explosion, Rampaging Predator, float like the whole tree, the whole tree got buffed. Oh, man.
4: Jesus. It's insane. Ah, yeah.
2: <sighs> man. The good old days. Wait, it's
0: what? funny to, it's funny to think about, like. Wait, wait, also- wait.
2: the melee patch change in this same patch is so good. You ready? Mewa, fix oh, the God. issue that caused Mewa's hair color to change after applying certain customizations and fix the issue yep. where irregularities would appear when editing face and chin part of the customization for yep. Mewa.
3: Yeah. This is the kind of shit they do to us all the time. They're like, oh, you know what? Our costumes, they need fixing. <laughs> they, they really need fixing. Class is it's, fine. Just, it's you know. so
0: interesting to me to think about Cause I've been around since launch, right? And it's it's so interesting to meet people who like just started playing. Like I, I always deem people who haven't played from launch as steamies, just because one a meme and two like most of most people probably played through Steam that haven't been playing since launch. Uh, because why wouldn't you? Um, but it's like there are people who haven't didn't even experience the game before the CC changes.
4: Like, right? That's I know, it's I know. crazy. To,
0: it's crazy to think about how much this game has changed that people will never know about. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It like, it's all, 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 all that's left of it is people like us to talk about it. Basically,
3: <laughs> Silent Chad's coming with like, yeah, we dealt with this shit for years.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'll, everyone deals with it, honestly
2: yeah yeah, yeah, it's
3: true it was pretty bad during the transition i I gotta admit
2: um yeah that that the cc i mean yeah it's funny because i actually have there's kind of a lot of people like that i hang out with now that never played before the cc changes so they have no idea
0: right dude like it's it's nutty it makes me feel like a fucking like an old person like oh like I talk about, like, I talk about, like, uh, man, back in the day, like, Sorkin Ranger was really OP, and people will be like, oh, is that, like, before the CC changes? I'm like, well, I mean, yes, but, like, way further back than that.
4: <laughs> well, think about of- it. It's crazy.
3: The, it's saying, uh, something that says, like, bring back uh, Mystic SA uh, 500 HP Heal Tornado, please. Fuck, Dude, no.
0: Wow release mystic was another one i don't think it was quite on the same level honestly as some of those other things that i mentioned but i mean it was like release
2: mystic no release mystic was nuts dude dude as
0: nuts as like first awakened warrior like as dude i think so valkyrie really i don't think so dude
2: you could be you could be the whatever it was at the time 292 (laughs) dp with muskins back when like you really didn't have much evasion and you could like 1v20 in RBF. Well back
3: then people didn't have that kind
2: of gear. I know, but it was it was fucking nuts, dude. Um and part of it was because it when it released like Renown score became a thing. So it was like how would coupled... you
3: compare it to current guardian?
2: I mean current the guardian is, at least Guardian
3: if you... Guardian's not as good in one v one, but its large scale is absolutely disgusting.
2: It's really good, yeah. I don't know. Fuck! I had a thought. Like, there's a lot I of classes remember. that could
3: beat Guardian in one v one. It's just their their large scale is where it's the, really at.
2: The pre CC players will never understand this, or the the players that didn't play pre CC. Murderous intent used to have protection, and it wasn't even one of their like good skills. Think about that. <laughs> like, think about yeah. how good Murder Intent is right now. Used to fucking have protection, and it was like still their main catches were Katana Shower because the float and it was fast and Blade Spin Float. Like fuck, man. It's it's crazy.
3: Yeah, I mean, but that's that's like that's one of those things. Like there's it's a different time. People explored different options they catch people with and learned how to make use of those not so good skills and made them actually pretty amazing now.
2: Yeah. All right. Like let's, an example dude, would be like
3: four-blind thrusts for Musumeo. No one really used that before.
0: I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Like pre cc changes, I don't think they even like, paid much attention to what had protection or CCs. They just kind of, like, threw shit
2: together. yeah are like, yeah, fuck it, that looks good. Well, every class, like, every class release had more, like, protections than the previous. Like, and it just went yeah. on and on like that. It was like, every time they released a class, it was like, wait, holy shit, DK has so much protected CCs. And then strikers release you're like all. wait holy shit and then mystics release like okay literally everything is there any openings in this class <laughs> like what the fuck yeah and then Lawn, Lawn actually Lawn. had a lot too but it was like because we never got it on on our server with all those protections um people don't realize and, and it was funny because it was still considered like not good in korea <laughs> even though everything was protected um all right, let's talk about the uh, the Kuno changes. Um,
0: yeah, you're a Kuno now, right?
2: Yeah, so Tenon Cutter is the biggest one, like legitimately the biggest one. So now you can only use yes. the Teleport float on the third after the very last uh, movement of Tenon Cutter. Um, and it is like, it's very, very, very noticeable. I miss the old one already so much, dude. But it I admittedly it was really fucking strong, like way too strong. So it's a lot easier to predict and see in time and prevent yourself from getting seed seed by it. Um still a really good skill though. But yeah, that one that one makes them a lot more predictable. Um the other changes, the damage stuff, like these damage numbers, um PvP damage reduced on prime flash slash by fifteen percent. It's is they're like pretty minimal. Like these percentages are not that high. So my guess is because they don't show us PvP damage reduction, if um trying to give myself a number that is easy to math. But basically let's say a skill has 50% PvP damage reduction on it, right? Like just base. That's what let's just pretend for sake of argument, Flash Slash had uh 50% PvP damage reduction on it based on like whatever the damage numbers are. Then after this patch reduce PvP damage by 15%. I strongly believe does not mean now it's PvP damage reduced by 65%. I think it's 15% more PvP damage reduction on that 50%. So it's only like 7% more reduction. Does that make sense? Yeah. Explaining that properly? Because um, if it was fit like straight up, they took 15% less damage, I feel like it would be really, really noticeable. And it's kind of hard to tell that it does less damage. Same with the ninja ones. Like the twenty-three percent is so high, and if it was just a flat twenty-three percent reduction, it would be like huge. But I I don't think it is. I think it's twenty. They increased the amount of reduction by twenty-three percent. Like yeah, yeah, of the current I mean, a number that's of those, there. We we
3: don't know how much they're already reducing it for PvP. So that's where the main thing is. Like
2: that percentage that. is
3: doesn't doesn't actually represent the true flat twenty whatever percent.
2: That needs to be on every skill, dude. Honestly, that needs to be revealed by us. Cacao, P8, why please. They're, uh,
3: oh, they're revealing it. The reduction
2: yeah. on every skill in the tooltip should say how much PvP damage. Yeah, we reduction should
3: know. There There's no reason why we shouldn't know, especially because they they've already shown as many stats as they can for accuracy and stuff like that. Why not just show the PvP damage reductions?
2: All right. And then the uh I wanna know
3: I wanna know if one of my skills I'm using is cucked in PvP or not, you know? Or Especially at least after they update
0: it. Here's what I've never understood. Why is it not the other way around? Why what? is it why is it not here's how much damage the skill does increased for PvE. Like that would make more sense than I mean, I'm fine
2: fine with it either way. The problem with them not showing it, my biggest thing with it is, like, if they showed it, then we can just run some rough numbers in our head or estimate, like, how much damage the skill probably does, right? Like, if it's a 1,000% times 5, PvP damage reduced by 50%, then we know, like, okay, the 1,000% by 5, and then cut that in half. We get that. That's easy to manage. But with it not being there, it makes that 1,000% times 5 number literally meaningless. It means nothing right because we have no idea what the hell the reduction is so the numbers mean nothing at all which is so and, stupid dude
0: yeah and that's why i'm saying like you have to go out and like just by test like figure out what does damage and what doesn't and it's like it would be so much better if it was the other way around at least because nobody is trying to min max with like specific numbers on their pve mobs like yeah. nobody does that like, it's, it's, no, no you don't. Shut the fuck up.
3: Dude, what it, do you think all 24,000 of those kills were? Those were tests. I was literally testing. Right, right.
0: dude. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. It, it just would make a lot of sense to me if it was the other way around, but it just doesn't make sense the way that they have it. I, I've always been very confused as to why it was the way that it is.
2: Same. Um,. They added some Awakening buffs to Kuno, uh, for PvE, mostly. They nerfed Spin Spree in PvP by 17%. Uh, I haven't gotten to test it. I haven't tried Awakening, but I am going to make it a point this week to try Awakening out in PvE to see if, uh, these changes matter. They added Crit Rate to Chain Crash for PvE, which should hopefully make it do a little bit more damage. And then, uh reduce the cooldown on lunatic discus and then added some flows that make some skills chain together a little bit better which may or may not I, I don't think they're actually that useful in PvP but in PVE they definitely are or could be on paper they are we'll see so I'll test that out um and then striker mystic I just want to talk real quick striker Ms, I tried mystic succession <laughs> so first I did a uh, a 24 hour run on mystic okay? I did a node. He lasted,
0: war. He lasted uh twenty-four point one hours. I,
2: I grinded Starzend, End, Secreia, uh, and Histria. And I did a Node War and I spent like a few hours in BA. And I also grinded Polys. And I tried Succession out, and like I, I really just could not get into Succession. It just feels so slow because I feel like the two biggest issues are, one, because you don't have the Awakening version of Prey Hunt. So when you use Crouching Wolf, which is their spacebar skill that they can use after skills, it uses all of your shards, so you almost never have the 20% attack speed buff. Or you always have the 20% attack speed buff and then never have the shards for damage on your skills, one or the other. There's no way to recover shards, which is an issue. And
3: Yeah, I heard about that problem.
2: A lot. Too many of the skills leave you stationary. Like really? every every class has a few skills that kind of like jut you forward, which feels really nice, especially in PVE and grinding. And the the mystic has so yeah, it many just gives skills. You
3: that fluid kind of mobility movement, always progressing towards the next right. Pack.
2: And and mystic just feels like it has too many skills where you're just standing right exactly where you are and not moving, and it doesn't feel good at all. And they're not big AOE's either. So it's like, I don't know. Huh. I don't. I don't like how that shit feels. I um, definitely
0: would not like Zerker then.
2: <laughs> Wait, what? Like Zerker, but Zerkers are like massive Aoes, or like the, even the axe skills where you're like slamming the ground in front of you, or like the cannon skills, like devastation. You're saying and... the
0: succession mystics Aoes are smaller than that, dude?
2: They're tiny. That's man. really bad. Like, then I'm yeah. trying to think it's of so like, really imagine like you know, like like Fatal Blow. On Ninja and Kuno? Like where it's just like the couple hits right in front. They're like that, dude. A lot of them. Oh Jesus Christ.
0: I thought I thought you were talking like at least like slugfest AoE.
2: No, 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 no. It's like no AoE. Like there's a couple with AoE, like Roaring Tiger, kinda, but it's like unchanged. Thunder Pound unchanged. I don't know. They just don't but they leave they all leave you kind of locked in. So I don't know. I just didn't like how it feels personally. I don't. Think yeah, it feels like good. so. Zerker.
0: A lot of Zerker's abilities leave you locked in, but you're right in that they do have like pretty decent AoE's. I mean, not like witch sized or anything, but pretty yeah. decent nonetheless.
2: Yeah. Um. I don't know. So, and then I think this goes for striker and mystic uh, in PvE specifically. Like not having spiral cannon or spiral torpedo just does not feel good. In PVE especially, yeah, it's like,
3: I can uh, I can imagine,
2: dude. Getting to the other side of a pack while like simultaneously like doing a little bit of damage is really nice. And having to just use a dash to go to the other side where you like pot you halt your DPS entirely and then like dash and turn around feels gross to me. When you're used to spiral. Anyway, I switched to Mystic Awakening after a little while and then uh, that felt a lot better. But I hate it in NoDwar still. That's just yeah. I thought, hey, I have evasion now. I'm 350 DP. no real mobility. Yeah, like the initial burst mobility is nice. It's like dildo. Like just uh, all of his points kind of were spot on on his description of it, dildo dragons, where it's like without Wolf's frenzy, you can't escape, or it's not a like the oh shit button is gone, and then um you just you you just die so fast. Yeah,
3: you just need to try out Mew, and then you'll then you'll be in the same boat. You'll understand. Yeah, Mew was like Mystic
2: <laughs> Mystic with unlimited movement and stamina, though. um <laughs> <laughs> And uh, dude, and the vacuum too. Like, all right, I I get the vacuum complaints in one v one, dude. When you use vacuum in large scale, you literally die. You just well, die yeah. in the vacuum. You're literally <laughs> setting yourself crazy. up to die you die everyone's like oh shit i'm being vacuumed by this mystic everyone that's in it is like throw one damage dealing ability all right the mystic's dead we good we good
0: well yeah you're not (laughs) supposed to use vacuum in large scale the fuck are you doing
2: well that's what everyone says it's good for it's like well you still have the vacuum utility who's saying that everyone you need mystics to vacuum
3: you you need to you, you forgot the whole important context of it you vacuum and then you v you <laughs> vacuum? Yes. I like that.
2: That's actually like, good. Vacuum well, V. Dude.
3: Why aren't mystics doing this? I feel like they are missing a grand
2: opportunity here. Yeah, you got a VV, dude.
0: Valkyrie suck is OP. I mean, in the, large scale. the
3: the vacuum. If you get your, if you force your V to do the bug state where you get out in like four seconds, then you basically get out right before the vacuum in, so it's like perfect. Then you're on the other side of them, and then you get their back, and you know it's easy mode. You know, done.
4: Yeah, donezo. Dude, that Side I mean, note, uh,
0: devastation should be a vacuum. Thanks.
2: So, the a <laughs> yeah, no, please don't. Please don't no for that. more vacuums. No I'm more. just joking. I'm
0: Dude, just the... for those of you who can't detect sarcasm, I'm joking. <laughs> the,
2: va- the you know, the Valk, I don't know, I know everyone hates vacuums, but the Valk vacuum, as strong as it is, and it's, it's the best one in the game, I think, like its utility is just the best, especially yeah, the fact that absolutely. it's really. But it it still frustrates me the least of all of them, I feel like. Because it happens so quick. Like, you vacuum, you sucked in, boom, you're there, and then you get out, you know? So you either die after it, or you get out. So it's like a... Well, there's
0: there's definitely less of a feeling of uh, frustration. It's also the fact that, like, you do have, like, whenever they cast it, you do have, like, a second to, like, react to it
2: would you would you at least admit this thematically the mystic vacuum is is actually a, like perfect it's perfect because it's a bunch of water you're sucked into it and you as a character who wants to get out you feel like you're drowning you start panicking you start pressing all your movement yeah. buttons and then eventually because you panicked and overreacted you drown <laughs>
3: Yeah, I understand that, and from that perspective, yeah, it's fine.
2: So it should stay, probably get buffed, I agree. Alright, so, Guardian. I think probably, the,
0: Wait, what? I, honestly, to God, think that they should remove all vacuums from the game and change Shy Bubble to be a vacuum. And that should be the only one in the whole game. No. In,
3: that, in that case, Frosty, I, I say this. Make the, make the vacuum actually a damage ability where you are legitimately grounding because your hp is dropping and then they get rid of the vacuum.
2: I I mean I I'm totally in on that and make it good in pve and stuff too. Like just make it a, yeah. a a big AoE super armor damage dealing ability and maybe have it like I don't know, maybe it applies a a debuff or something. What
0: if what if they changed it? What if they like removed the vacuum off of it, but they made it kind of like aqua gel except for when you cast it you don't have to sit there holding it. You can keep you can do other things. But it just, like, leaves... It stays in that area for, it like, a couple whirlpool. seconds.
2: That would be cool. Or make it more like Poison Pool. Like, you throw it yeah, it, just... And then you walk around, like and it's just sitting it, there doing damage.
3: Maybe more like right. Poison Pool. That way, you can actually mm-hmm. have a big damage ability sitting right there in that spot, like a zoning tool, you know?
2: Yeah, I like that idea, too. That'd but Poison Pool...
0: Like, all Poison Pool really does is it reduces resistances, right? It doesn't actually do damage, I don't think.
3: No, no, it's no, like- no, no. What it does is it pings you, and then it... uh well, it's not—it's res- not resistances. It reduces your magic DR. Magic. So it's a DP, oh, okay. It's a DP. It's a DP yeah. shred to your magic. But yeah, it does—it okay. does have
2: like sitting in it does damage, and it applies the damage over time. So yeah. it, it's still like the idea of it's pretty cool. It still like has use. Also, it's a kill stealing machine, dude. Oh uh, yeah. really it, like, it is, dude. You randomly get the last hit on those bleeds, dude. That's dude, what, I will never so
0: understand. You wanna know what the mark of a good witch wizard is? How often they use retardando in a one v one. That shit is fucking busted. And if you're Mm -hmm. not using it, then you're just bad.
2: Yep. I I feel like every witch uses it in a com like every good witch uses it in a combo, even if they think they're gonna kill you, just on the off chance you get out, and now you're fucking molasses. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, Mystic and Striker Suck definitely need some changes. Uh, I'm sorry. For both classes, Rage Hammer needs to still have Bound. Why would you make the Succession version of a skill worse than the Pre-Awakened version is actually <laughs> the most insane thing in the whole world. It just doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. Defines all You, you should all never, logic. ever, ever, like on a Succession tree, be like, no, 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 you keep the Pre-Awakening one because it's better. Like, it, it just is insane. Um, and- well, that's
3: like uh, Succession Warriors. Because they took away the bound on fucking Ground Smash, you're like, well, okay, fuck it. We'll just go ahead and get the Absolute instead.
2: Right. They yeah. should
3: make it so that you, you they should prop. I mean, I hate to say this, because uh, I know a lot of people would probably complain about this, but not, a, not really allowing you to pick and choose which ones you want from the main versus Succession. If you right, succession, like
2: it's just part of the kit. But yeah.
3: there again, I would be hitting my own self, too, because the uh, biters we use for chase cancel for Tiger Blade. So.
2: Dude, I mean, I it, it's just, is oh my God, it, it's so weird to me. And the thing that makes it worse on Mystic specifically is that the animation of the succession one is so fucking cool, but you can't use it because it's so bad. Without the bound, it makes <laughs> no more sense. I, I would even understand, kind of. I would totally understand if they removed the bound on it if it was like an instant cast ability, but it's a really slow hit that really doesn't even do that much damage and it has no bound. It's like, why? So weird. Anyway, um, I think that's it for the uh, the live changes. They went longer than I thought. I apologize. This is supposed to be a 45-minute episode. I don't know what happened. Is it? This is news to me. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs>
4: You know, every
1: time I say
3: I'm gonna do a quick guide, and I put in the uh, the title description, it's gonna be a quick guide. It's always like 30 minutes, 40 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, and I always get I always get comments on my videos, quick, quote unquote.
0: <laughs> Dude, a couple months back, I told myself I was gonna make like a simple guide for just like the basics on Zerker because a lot of people there's not a lot of resources out there, and. Right. Uh, I recorded something and it ended up being like 30 minutes. I was like, "Oh fuck this!" Like, oh no. <laughs>
2: um. Okay. So let's let's go over to Global Lab. Let's start with uh, Sork first. So this Kill is it. one. I, I, need, with fire. I, I need to see some somebody test this for sure. But it looks like the way Crowflare now. All right. So the way Crowflare works currently in live. Whenever they use Crow Flare, it's a Frontal Guard uh, damage-dealing ability that when their Frontal Guard is hit in Succession, the Succession Sorc, they instantly recover 30 Dark Shards. And that's beneficial because they have a skill called Crow Food where when they're completely out of stamina, when they try to iframe, frame it'll instead use 10 of their 30 shards to iframe. frame So if they're out of shards and stamina, then they can't iframe frame anymore, period. So what succession Sorks rely on is pressing E for Crowflare to get their 30 shards back when they're out of stamina so that way they can kind of keep their movement up because they don't have S-Block or Carsian's Protection where you can just sit kind of in block to recover stamina. So that's kind of how they deal with it. So they're changing that. Um, it no longer recovers 30 shards on successful defense and instead recovers 5 shards when you use the ability. Which is Interesting. a pretty serious... Nerf to succession Sork mobility. Um, granted, it's a short cooldown, so they basically will get five shards back every two seconds. And they added shard recovery on a couple abilities. Two of them in Awakening specifically, and one on their Rabam skill, engulfing shadow. So they'll have another option. Engulfing shadow, seven second cooldown, super armor that just like does damage. Will now have a Will recover shards, and then Crow flare Whether you hit a target or not, or get hit or not, you recover five. So we'll see. I think overall it's a nerf, though. Um, Awakening. They'll Sounds also, like a nerf. yeah. Awakening will also get the shard recovery on Engulfing Shadow, um, Blades of Darkness, and Dead Hunt, which is actually kind of insane because it's gonna buff their combos a lot because now they could like absorb their shards more regularly. And do a combo with shard explosion and still like really, even if they do like a, like a violation to refloat dead hunt into like engulfing, they're immediately going to have their 30 shards back and be able to use uh shard explosion for evasion targets. So it's a, it's actually a buff to awaken swords, like a small buff, but a buff, which is funny considering the community's feeling on awakening Sork. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. So that's Sork. Congratulations, Awakened Sork. You stuck it out, and you're getting rewarded for it. Succession Sorks get fucked. Um, Samurai. (laughs) 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 That's just one way to put it. I don't know why they they change every Every week, Google Translate changes this. It's either, some weeks it says Warrior for Musa, some weeks it says Samurai.
3: Yeah, I don't know why that either.
2: Alright, so... The critical hit that's PvE only on Crust Crusher in Awakening is now f- applied to PvP as well. Um, I'm not going to pretend I know what these translations are. Like, I don't know what Yong and Jin are. But the other buffs, as far as I know, the cooldown for Crust Crusher has been reduced by 3 seconds. They also made it so the animation, animation is speed. faster. The speed of the animation is faster. And people are saying it's about 20 to 30% faster animation on the start of Crest Crusher. Um, They removed the split damage from... It it says from key or certain abilities, but it sounds like it's like most of the important abilities. Split damage is being removed.
3: Yeah, we don't have a clear understanding of what that really means yet, but it sounds like... I mean, they already just did blooming for both Moose and Mewa. So right. the only thing left, I assume, is all the other AoE abilities and maybe even poke skills. I don't know. Like, there's there's no clarity on it.
2: And then they changed the. Uh, what's the name of the skill? The Awakening skill. They changed it from a stiffness to a floating. Uh, Twister. Twister. So now they'll actually have. Like, uh, the two Mooses that I was talking about this are really excited because. They'll have a reliable refloat if they want to oh, stay in yeah. awakening. So they can I don't know, blow the belt twice and still like get the floating off in time without having to C swap. Which is kind of Yeah, that's
3: nice. some uh, Awakening had a problem with. Mm-hmm. Succession actually has a problem with uh, floating too, I think. Like after they do uh um Gale, I believe it's Gale that does the floating. After they do one of their floating abilities, that's they're pretty much
2: out. <laughs> they have nothing.
4: What do you mean? Just grab okay. them
2: again? No, I love this Just translation. This translation in there because they they like to put, which I I actually like. I like that they do this. They put their little description of why they're making some of these changes. Yeah, uh, this,
3: I, I, it gives you perspective on their thought process and whether or not they're fucking crazy
2: or not. Now I love this translation because it says, "Among the opinions of samurai adventures, which I, I think it's fair to say most Musa's IRL are samurais, it was the request." <laughs> it was the request for improvement of the awakening technique that was not used well and the unfortunate damage now i just want to do a quick poll in just this discord just us guys just just me reslar and 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 mewa what i don't <laughs> even get a name i get mewa <laughs> what have did have you guys felt for the, we'll just say like the last year that awakening musa has quote unquote unfortunate damage
3: um, at end game. I've heard this from a lot of mooses that end game they do struggle with some of their damage. But this was not the target of what they were concerned about. They 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 have struggle with evasion targets. They don't have very good
2: accuracy. That's what I have heard. Thank you, Maywa wrestler. What
0: was, the, what, was, what was
2: the question? Have you felt in the last years your perspective on, on Moose and their damage in awakening that they that they have quote unfortunate damage?
0: Like bad damage? No. That's,
2: the translation is unfortunate damage. Alright. Well, uh...
0: If I assume that means bad damage, then no. I mean, I get blown up by kids one way or the other, so what do I know?
2: So here's the funny thing to me. Now, I, I like the speed increase because if you see a Musa, when I'm fighting against a Musa, if I see them start Cross Crusher, it's almost always an auto win if I see it in time. Because I yes. know where the opening is, and I know that their side's and background protected. So the speed yeah. increase is really cool. Their PvP crit damage, I think, is okay. But I do find it funny, to me personally, and the cooldown reduction, but I find it funny that to help their PvP damage, they're buffing the one skill that does damage.
0: Right. That's what I was going to point out, actually.
2: I mean, that's fine. It it'll be good though. Now, my it's question like, is, like imagine
0: if one day they were like, "Hey, we uh we doubled the damage and animation speed on ancient wave so Zerker has more damage." Yeah. Like yeah, way that... like that, did, that that's not the that's not well, the thing I would have chosen, but I mean, okay.
3: So, I would say that Crush, Crusher does hit hard typically, but um it was mostly foul play that did most of the damage though, right? yeah
0: that's from my
2: experience but it's still crust crusher still hit pretty hard i yeah, mean but, yeah it's
3: fair
0: cruster hit pretty hard and cruster was also the cc for foul play cruster
2: right. so i i mean i think the change overall is good it'll make fighting mooses a lot more difficult hopefully it'll make mooses more aggressive as my pray to god because Mooses right now are like really just run and shoot, run and shoot. Super passive. So I'm I'm hoping yeah. that it makes them a little bit more aggressive now that they have the skill that they're going to probably find a lot more success with. Because against lower skilled players that find themselves unprotected quite often, this is going to catch so many people. Um, They also made it so it has a vacuum in PVE. Like a little bit of vacuum against small mobs. Yeah.
3: So that'll be good for their awakening grind.
2: Yeah. Um.
3: They'll be amazing at Manchums if they weren't already.
0: <laughs> yeah, aren't they already the number one grinder at Manchums?
3: Basically. That's why I find it funny. And then for for the you can't really vacuum any mobs besides like Manshoms. I know at uh, high as far end as spots. Relevant spots. I know it's yeah.
2: kind of funny. Uh, so for both Samurai and Plum, uh. They have the patch note that all damage dispersion effects, which is the split damage, um, that were unnecessarily applied in Awakening, Succession, and Main Weapon Technologies have been removed. Yeah. So I don't know if that means every single skill, because they, I... they put the little qualifier that says that were unnecessarily applied. So there's probably some skills that still have it, but it seems like in if you're fighting multiple people, you're going to do more damage generally going forward yeah so, that, so that's cool
3: i don't know what it really means it's hard for for me to say but i mean i would think about it this way would you think it's op for yes. a poke skill <laughs> yes would you think it's o- okay or op for an o a uh, poke skill like say stigma that you know has a fair reach but it only typically hits like one person to do okay. split damage? Or would you say that it's arguably okay for it to actually do no split damage and actually just do its direct damage to each player it hits?
2: How, how much damage on a single target, how much damage does Stigma do? Like, let, let's say if I'm... Well, let's say I'm three
3: Stigma a lot.
2: Okay, let's just say... Well, we'll say, for the sake of example, Succession Stigma, and I'm 324 DP on a Wizard or a Witch, and you hit me with Stigma, <clears throat> how much my HP is dropping?
3: 20-30% to depending on... What, what was the DP again?
2: 324. And I have mana shield up.
3: 324? 20-30% of your HP will be dropped from one stigma to the back.
2: To the back. Yeah, then to me, that's not that bad. I think that's fine even with split damage. Or like remove split yeah, damage. If
3: I, line you up, if I line you up with another player and I hit both of you with it, I feel like I it, should not have split damage. Yeah. That, I should be rewarded for that.
2: I agree. If you're hitting me and another player in the back... We deserve to get fucked. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean,
2: um, So, all right, the other... Uh, this is where it kind of gets scary, though. It's like,
3: is this meme, like, Red Moon has split damage right now, and then if they remove it, what's that going to do? That starts getting interesting.
1: But
2: it's, you know? still, a, it's still a question of, like, if the individual player... It kind of puts the onus on the individual player a little bit. Here, here I think split damage makes the most sense on ranged abilities where you're going to get hit by it no matter what especially in the heat of battle in like a node war or whatever but like if me and another player are going to get hit by red moon if i have like at least comparable gear to you and i'm facing you and actually defending myself properly even without split damage it's not going to kill me but if i fuck up and it hits the side and it cc's me and floats me or just hits me in the back I don't know. Then in that case, like I feel like you were able to get to my back, and you deserve to do the damage. That's how I feel, anyway.
3: I think that's fair assessment. Then that's how I kind of feel too. But there again, I never knew that some of my skills did split damage, anyways. So this is like a surprise. You
2: know. I think a lot of uh, a lot of melee players don't know that they do split damage, and I think part of that is because the big ranger propaganda I wonder if succession
3: warrior does as much I know I wonder if succession warrior does as much damage as it does in PvE because it doesn't have split damage
2: maybe but big big ranger propaganda will have everyone convinced that only their skills have split damage so <laughs> dude do you want to see split damage yeah, like yeah. look at fucking sea burial does nothing in a group dude literally does zero damage well like damage.
3: shotgun uh, I, a ranger the other day was saying uh, remove uh, split damage from shotgun
2: <laughs> Dude, like, people would die no. so fast. Like they don't understand. No. So, um, yeah, split damage on on some melee abilities probably need to be reduced a little bit. Um, I, I like. I wonder if split damage is
0: on Q buff.
2: Me too. I I actually do think it is because when I when people Q buff me, if they're targeting me, I die pretty quick. I feel like if me and a bunch of people are getting hit, I don't. I feel like we're not all dying to just q buff yeah it's like last hitting people so your kill feed is big but it's not like 100 to zeroing a group chunking you
0: you. yeah Yeah, because if it doesn't if it doesn't have split damage that might be a good uh good fix for it honestly is, would just be giving it split damage, but I think you're right. I think it does, but I just don't know for sure.
2: Yeah, and and the the other problem with split th- damage, that's another thing that like that shit needs to be in the. I think tip. that's kind
3: of why melee classes in general are just so fucked in large scale right now, though. You know, we always feel like we don't do enough in comparison to the AOE classes.
2: Well, the iron, the that that's the it's like a catch twenty two, right? Because we also feel like as melee classes we're dying too fast.
1: <laughs> so well, it's like that, such yeah. a
2: weird dude, but they need to put. Uh, On top of the PvP damage reduction, they need to put what the split damage is on every fucking tooltip. I know that might be a lot of work, but every skill, we should know what the split damage is. The
3: indicator is saying it's split in PvP, or PvE and PvP.
0: They need to show us everything. Yeah, show us everything. I do not understand this desire to keep things hidden from a player base that min maxes everything to the fucking max well
3: because originally video was designed with the premise and that you were not going to know those kinds of details you to figure know, it out by it himself.
0: it was originally designed with the idea that there's no such thing as like a best in slot but the fact of the matter is that there is <laughs> like players are determined to figure out what's best and they will figure out what's best it's just how like how much of a pain in the ass do you want it to be because if you make it a pain in the ass, then they're going to bitch about it, and they're not going to like you for it.
4: Yeah. Well, well, now we know all that shit except for
3: the split damage stuff, so finding out that the split damage is being removed is pretty pog. I need to test it in the Global Lab, but I don't know. I don't feel like it's worth testing in Global Lab. I just want to wait till it kind of comes to retail and then find out from there.
0: Yeah. I Also, is this going to affect other classes? Is what I'm interested. Well, I wonder if this
3: is going to be their move for large scale to help kind of balance. Yeah, like, are we
0: gonna are we gonna see them do this on a lot of other classes as well? Oh god,
3: please not. If Suck Lawn has split damage as it currently stands, please god don't.
2: Oh god, here we go, dude. Here, (laughs) the other thing too is like, I I wonder how much of this was motivated by the fact that now in large scale everyone has five thousand more HP, and maybe like a couple of these classes weren't doing enough damage because of it.
3: Yeah, I, a lot of my uh, buddies like uh, Scarletta and Ghost, they're saying that uh, the 500 HP really fucked them for uh, flanking. I mean, they can still do well, but they they really feel it.
2: Yeah. All right, let's get so. through these other mewa um, changes, then I got to refill my drink. I'm drinking early today to deal with the uh, mail complaints.
0: Yeah, dude, it's like noon your Jesus time. What the Christ. fuck are you it's doing? It's
2: one o'clock, all right? And it's Sunday, and I gotta get rid of the Sunday blues. You know,
0: Jesus, <laughs> it's Christ. the only way.
2: I me, drink them away, like an alcoholic frosty. Me and,
0: me and my dad were, me and my dad were talking about it the other day. That we were like, dude, if we think coronavirus is hitting like our town, we have so much alcohol, dude. It's easy. Like we we, we have nothing to worry about. We have enough alcohol keep this house safe
2: they say if, <laughs> if if you have a friend or whatever with coronavirus you can actually help uh reduce some of the symptoms or cure it entirely by peeing on them it's like a jellyfish sting
0: <laughs>
1: Wait,
2: <laughs> yeah dude. uh sorry so let's talk about the them <laughs>
0: you can also fart in their pillow as well that would also really help uh their symptoms
2: uh okay so red sword buff Give a, uh, a brief but comprehensive description on the change here at the Red Moon buff, or the Red, the red Sword <laughs> I buff. Do, I will do my best. All right. Um, all right, so... <sighs> Eli 5. What? Explain to me like I'm 5. How did Red like Sword five. buff right. work, and what changed?
3: Red Sword buff, as it currently stands, um, you use decapitation three times, which is an unprotected skill, and it's very awkward to do in order to gain red blade state. It's, it gives you a stack that is color-coded based on blue, yellow, and then red. And then when you're in red, you're in red blade state. This alters your abilities to do Tiger Blade type abilities. So the animations are different. The, the way they function is different, blah, blah, blah. Um, what this change does is it actually gives us some options. And the way we activate is a little different. Um, well, maybe not activating red blade but uh, the way we can choose to activate is a little Um, so instead of using decapitation three times in order to get the stacks you actually can get stacks from just chasing around off cooldown chase so every three seconds you can gain a new stack just for chasing around which is something we do all the time anyways so you will basically almost always be at yellow state Um, and on top of that off cooldown chase will refresh it at yellow state and um basically refresh the duration of the buff because the buff lasts 12 seconds and you have to do it again otherwise you lose your yellow state right um so there's that part um now when we're actually wanting to use it all we have to do is decapitation once so we could arguably do that in a combo no big deal and we enter red bus state which then we can use our altered abilities to continue the combo or move on to the next target to kill, which is good. Um, the other major aspect of it is now you can actually absorb the stacks for different using different abilities, like uh, Divider. When it's at blue state, you can absorb the stack and gain a 5% accuracy buff for 10 seconds. Or you can absorb a level two or yellow stack to gain with D byte to gain a uh or uh, 10 AP for 10 seconds buff, which in 1v1 we do all the time. So for 1v1, that's really good because it gives us a little bit more AP. And the AP does stack with Z buff and add-ons. So you can get like, for example, with Z
4: Buff and Red Moon add-on, which is 15 AP, um,
2: 55 AP essentially. And what are the kind of the implications? Does this benefit you at, obviously, in PVP? Because now it's just way easier to get into repetition This can be kind of slow, especially if you're spamming it over and over. But in PVE, does this affect PVE at all? It means we can go straight into red blade state very quickly. So
3: from a PVE perspective, I think it's going to have some profound impacts on our speed. Um, because all the abilities from Red Blade are what we you know use essentially in succession to um, burst down our mobs, our pack of mobs. So being able to enter that state like on demand really quickly is really good. The biggest problem we'll have is grouping the mobs quickly. Right. So um, yeah, I mean it, it's it's a really amazing change. It's a lot better than what I actually suggested originally. Um, that they do so they they listened to the feedback from the players and they gave us something really useful and we can choose when we en- want to enter it if you don't want to enter it absorb the stack with either divider or um, dbyte
2: there you go right. so it's it's really good cool positive change and then was there anything else with the maywell changes on global labs or just no
3: that was pretty much it yeah and then the split damage but Right. So hopefully, uh, hopefully next week we see awakening changes because awakening is really hurting for some changes and stamina for succession.
2: Please God. Oh no, not the stamina thing. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. So overall, overall positive. Like hard, hard to complain about if you're a succession maywa. These changes. I imagine.
3: Wait, what? What was that
2: again? I said overall positive changes. Hard to complain about if you're a succession maywa. Correct, correct. Okay.
3: It's it's in it's a step in the right direction for sure. One of the top complaints. Not the correct. top, but one of.
2: One of. Okay, cool. Uh it looks like there isn't really too much there's nothing else really balance wise. Um just random bug fixes or whatever. Um I'm expecting okay. I was talking to CPCP. He thinks that there's going to be more striker changes next week um, to succession, and then hopefully we keep seeing more awakening changes for every class because there's just there are a list of classes that really need awakening buffs at the very least for PVE, like striker and ninja. Um, maybe even Kuno could use a little bit more. I have to test the ones we got, but I, I have a feeling it's not going to make it on par with succession PVE. So, yeah. A lot of classes. What's, There's uh, just some.
3: What's what's Kuno need
2: for awakening? Oh, wait. Or yeah, I was just saying for awakening. I think it needs um, it needs some PVU. I mean, uh, Succession too. I, I feel like man, it just if they just made Moonlight flow with Foxclaw the way the Ninja one does in Succession would would feel really good. Um, and maybe reduce the cooldown on Shackles and or Moonlight. But outside of that, yeah. Like, because those skills aren't even, like, really OP or strong. They would just be really nice for PvE for a little bit more filler. Um, and then Awakening Kuno, though, is, I don't know, man. Outs- outside of spin, it just feels like that kit does no damage in PvE, uh, high-end spots.
3: Yeah, I can see so, that.
2: But same thing hey. with Ninja, dude. Like, Ninja, it's so crazy. Because Serpent Ascension, you use it on a player, and you're like, damn, like, that shit hits so hard. And then you use it on a pack of mobs, and you're like, all right, wait. Just didn't do shit.
0: <laughs> uh off the no, side note, tangent. Mm-hmm. Uh Nashi, you do realize that when people type in gear, you have both Streamlabs and Nightbot linking them shit, right?
3: Uh oh, yeah, I do actually. Good point. And it takes up like half of
0: your chat.
3: I'm working up my chat, my chat uh count, dude. That's all. No big
0: deal. Professional streamer right here, guys.
3: no what what i actually had that disabled before but when i reformatted my computer and reinstalled obs none of the preferences were uh, none of the preferences were adjusted i need to go back in and fix that
2: um okay finishing off with these patch notes the only other thing super notable is well there's two things um the price of some of these pen accessories are going to go up, which sucks, and made me start buying oh, stones again. Uh, I was not buying Capri Stones because the price went up so much, but now I'm buying them because these prices are going to be out of reach. I was going to try to save up for Pen Ogre. Got to about 10 bill, and then they're sitting at 62 bill, and there's like four orders, but they're changing the upper... uh price range on the market for ogre and latent power stone by 30 percent, so it's going to be 80 bill and i'm just like jesus yeah which i think will like it'll probably motivate more people to go for pen to make that sale but at the same time it's going to be just i don't know if i can justify it with 80 bill i can get like five or six ap just from caffre stones in my weapons you know so i can't really justify it um, and then they're going to buff the the pen cost of Eye of the Ruins and Ring of the Crescent Guardian also by 20% at the max price. And Eye of the Ruins is already, I think it's already pretty expensive. Um, so this is for pen only. But yeah, pen I right now is 49.2 bill. It's going to go up 20%. So it'll be like 59 bill. And then Crescent... Uh, Ring of Crescent Guardian is going to go up to, it's from 32, oh my god, dude, there's 10 pre-orders for Ring of Crescent Guardian at 32.7 bill, so that's going to go up to like 41 bill or whatever. So that'll be interesting. Um, I mean, it'll probably help with there being more demand, or more people listing them, but, Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of money. I don't know what I'm going to do, man. What do I fucking get? The The problem is that going for, going for pen on an accessory is so daunting. And I don't have a stack remotely close to what a pen accessory stack would be. So I'm just like, dude, the only way to get it is to buy it. And, like, they're not for sale. Ugh. Or the money is it's just so much. I don't know. That part sucks. Uh... Okay, they also changed a couple of items. Let's find this. Is it in the Global Lab or on KR, I can't remember. I think just KR got it. Yeah, so let me go pull up the KR notes real quick so I have this right. Um, but they changed the accuracy accessories that are on Global Lab. So this is what I'm saying, man. Like this trend of like slowly nerfing evasion on classes or the evasion buffs on classes, they're adding easier way easier ways to get accuracy i.e. like the awakening i know it's minor but they're starting to add up but the awakening yeah buff to mewa for example that 3% evasion debuff like little things like that the
3: debuff the debuff is nice um to help out with the rest of the combo yeah but and then yeah they they still need more to do for
2: sure yeah yeah. i'm I just meaning against evasion in general and then they buffed um They buffed the new accuracy accessories that drop in Odalita and uh, the donning earring. So the donning earring, fuck, I don't have a picture of it right now. But I I believe the donning earring at pen has the same accuracy as a pen RCE, 34. And now uh, a pen donning earring has 38 accuracy at pen. So it actually has more than a pen RCE at pen and more AP, so it's 14 AP and 38 accuracy. And then the Toro Belt, or the turo spell, however you pronounce it, um, before at Tet, so they changed it kind of going all the way up. Its base AP is now seven, and it goes up two every level, whereas before it was two and went up three every level. So now what happens is uh, at Tri and Tet, it's better. So before at Tri, it was 11 AP, 20 accuracy, now it's 13 AP, 26 accuracy. At Tet, it was 14 AP, 24 accuracy. Now at Tet, it's 15 AP and 30 accuracy. And then at Penn, it's still 17 AP, but it has 34 accuracy at Penn now instead of 28. Which I actually, I want that belt so badly, dude. That's my belt. That's my belt to the future.
0: Uh, Someone in uh, Chad... Mm-hmm. He brings up a good point. He okay. says, uh, going for pen on accessories would suck if they didn't blow the fuck up. Uh, and <laughs> I think actually the bigger... I think blowing up accessories is... Okay. I'm not going to say fine or good, but okay. But the bigger thing for me is you still get one fucking fail stack, even if you're losing like 60 fucking billion silver or some crazy shit. Yeah. Like that's that's the worst part in my mind. If I, I went for Pin ogre and failed and got like fifty fail stacks, I'd be like, well, you know what, at least I got fifty fail stacks, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean the point's taken, I don't know, fifty is a little crazy, but I yeah, I agree. Uh right now they just have their like set system and I think they need to just itemize it based on yeah. the value and use of actual items.
0: Dude, like, this system. Dude, like, I, I just can't. I, I can't fathom it. This system of one fucking fail stack for failing an accessory might have made sense whenever, like, the craziest shit people were going for was, like, try Ogre. But, like. Right. Not now. It it does not make any sense in like video today. I, I just can't fathom it.
4: What specifically? Yeah. Just the getting amount of stacks one, you get. Well,
0: getting one fail stack for blowing up fucking accessories that can cost oh, like yeah billions of silver.
3: They the accessories should definitely scale with the level at the minimum.
2: At least the level die, because I I totally understand. Like, if they don't want you getting, whatever it would be five, six, ten, whatever they'd end up deciding, fail stacks for failing a pen, like, uh, Ronoros ring, because it just doesn't have the same value, or whatever, or Cadre ring, or some shitty ring. I I get that, but just make it based on the item then. Like, make every item say when failing how many stacks you get.
0: I've always said make it based off the fucking market, dude. Like, how much money am I losing if I fail this? That's the amount of corresponding fail stacks that I should receive. Like, uh,
3: like uh, maybe every every five billion, it gives an additional stack.
2: I think like two billion. It, it needs to be. I think it just needs to be itemized because the problem is like the whole community is going to try to find ways to exploit it to get easy stacks, right? So yeah. the you know whatever whatever it ends up being it should just it should reward you a little bit more for the fails so it feels like you're making progress because as shitty as failing like a pen weapon or armor is or black star like you getting, get fucking stacks to help yeah you get those six stacks like after 10 fails you also you, you do
0: also you don't lose the goddamn item is yeah. the other key to that puzzle
2: Right.
3: I mean, um, Silent Chad was saying 1, 2, 4, 8, 16.
2: <laughs> that wouldn't be bad, but settings. I feel like it'd need to be different scales. Like, that would make sense on, like, distortion earrings and yeah. maybe the new uh, accuracy accessories and, like, a tongue neck and a tongue belt. But then, like, that, that would not make the same amount of sense on, like, a crescent ring. You know, it might need to be less on a crescent or something i don't think it'd be that no, hard like if
0: do. that if that was if that was the system i can already tell you dude people are going to be going for some Penuria earrings dude
2: yeah exactly that's the thing if this is color based or whatever then it would be fucked but the other thing too is like if it gave more stacks i think more people would go for it and there'd be more listed too so it'd just be better that's in general
0: what, yeah that's why yeah. i'm saying i do i like what are the downsides or what what is the upside to having it both blow up and only give one fail stack. Like, explain to me. I cannot comprehend this.
2: No, the only thing I think of is just the shitty, like, blue or green accessories. That's it. Those would be too easy to get stacks, but outside of that, just make those ones not give them. I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah, they need to change it. I
4: agree. It should be less shitty.
2: Um. Okay, so yeah, the accuracy changes. their those accessories got a little bit better, so that's good. Um, the other thing is now Garmoth drop rate doubled, not because of an event. From, it just is double
0: from point zero 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 one to point zero 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 two. Mm-hmm. Very nice.
2: Hey, that means. Twice as many will be listed, which is good because we're going to literally need twice as many of them in our gear because of the Awakening shit. So, uh, uh, yeah.
0: I wonder how long it took them to do the math on that.
2: <laughs> uh, Four years, if you must know. <laughs> yeah, so that that's kind of good. I have a question. Was it because- ever... Fi-
0: was yeah. it ever figured out, by the way, if that thing was a bug or you could put the off-hands into the Awakening uh, or I'm whatever? pretty
2: sure it is. its is. I'm not 100%, but I'm like 90% sure you can only put Versatile Crystals and Awakening Weapon Crystals, which is just a new category of which there are only two, the PvE and the PvP one. So you either put the Accuracy slash Human Damage one in there or you can put Hooms or whatever Versatile ones, like Awakened Spirit or whatever. So it's really up to you.
0: Wigan spirits aren't versatile, are they?
2: Uh, oh no, They're, no, you're those right. Are those are offhand ones. Yeah, no, you're right. I don't know why I said that. What are the other versions? You can get ones? plus
0: you one can... luck in hey, your dandy.
2: Plus two luck, can't you? If you get the <laughs> high end one. If you really are a uh, baller.
0: Yeah. Is there a plus two luck one? I
2: thought there was. Huh. Um.
0: Today I learned I have plus five luck just base, so I don't know. <laughs>
2: After I kill this pack, I'll look at the versatile section. I'm pretty sure. That's... I think.
0: I think. I think most people have plus five luck, just like normally these days.
2: Yeah, no, because you probably have like a pet that has it. I think we get. We get one fairy. fairy
0: underwear.
2: Oh yeah, fairy underwear. Um, and then I think family fame. Like when you level up your family Dude. fame or whatever, you get two. Oh luck. yeah, that
0: gives it two, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, I remember back in the day when people actually used luck crystals because you were like, you want five luck so yeah, you dude. can succeed on your enchant. Yeah, they would they would pop <laughs> up
3: with
2: a, with elixirs and everything. Yeah, they were magic find buffs, dude, like from Diablo
0: again shit that people who like just started playing a couple months ago will never understand like they, they look at luck crystals and they're like wait why does that exist that doesn't even make any sense okay so it's like dude, that's a relic of the past.
2: <laughs> versatile you can use Gervish uh, Macod whom uh, you can use the armor crystals which are just like plus one carnage let's see if any of these are good um, the luck yeah that's it so i i think the only the only ones you'd really consider using are the new awakening humor or, or maclod i get i guess you could find a way to do four whom for maclod now leave,
0: you're just gonna leave gervish out of that group brother
2: well that's like a life skill one you if you're a life skill yeah it's <laughs> another slot for your life skill right yeah it's more weight and combat and skill XP. <laughs>
0: what is what does yeah. gervish do again i don't even remember
2: it gives, each one gives plus one crit, plus one move speed, plus 75 LT, and then the four set effect is another crit, another move speed, 5% combat EXP, 3% skill EXP, and 75 more weight. It's just for weight, basically.
0: Oh, so it, it kind of sounds like they wanted it to be like a grinding one.
2: Mm-hmm. Except that if it gives
0: like combat and skill EXP and weight and shit? I
2: think yeah. it's for processing, dude. You use them if you're a processor.
1: <laughs> but you, dude, Basically. you could find
2: a you could find a way to get the um the mcallid crystals because what does the base what does a han mcallid give? I can't uh, remember. Uh, combat exp ignore all resist one percent and max stamina plus twenty. So you could do the two set effect if you put them in, gives you an additional hundred stamina 4 accuracy and five ap. And then the four sets another five ap, another hundred stamina, another four accuracy. If you could find a way to do four hooms and four mccallad might be interesting i don't know if it's Wait, viable but yeah. it?
3: mccallads i'd say
2: mackalad mac- mccallad i don't know what the fuck to say dude yeah you had mac- me confused let's we'll call it mac- the max the ha- max i know hon mac crystals dude if uh, you
0: don't have if you don't have garmoth i would argue that that would actually might be pretty good is to do a awakening weapon in uh chest
2: well, the other thing, too, is these ones will add Ignore All Resist 3% for the four crystal. So, like, every little bit of that, where people don't fucking resist your combo, will be nice. I'm not bitter about How that. How
0: often does that happen, though? Like, it doesn't happen that
2: often to me. No, but on trial characters happens always, dude. Oh, yeah,
0: on trial characters,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, Vel in 30 minutes. Announces yeah, I'm
0: um, now.
3: I'm heading there now.
0: Do I need two wills?
2: Dude, no. you, you well, need as yes. many
3: Vels in Garmoths as possible. Become You're... the Vell Whisperer, like I am the Garmoth
2: Whisperer. You don't need two Vels, but you do need a Khan Crystal to upgrade your Vell one day. That's true.
0: Dude, like, pretty much everybody has stopped doing those for the
2: most part. Yeah, they need to change Con. Khan. I, I think Khan needs to be, like, a group thing. Like, you go with a platoon of 20 and that's it. Or, like, just give... it. The problem is, if you don't get a Con heart, you basically get nothing.
4: Yeah, it's just a waste of time.
2: Um okay. So yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of different crystal slot things you could do with that. That kind of opens up some options having two more slots for whom's. Because right now, like I'm I'm supposed to be using special attack evasion in my chest, but I want to use the corrupted in my offhand, so I can't use special attack evasion in my chest, so I'd be able to Move the two hooms from my chest to my dandy, and then use special attack evasion.
0: Wait, don't you have Garmoth?
2: Yeah. Why are you not using special attack evasion? Well, because I need corrupted crystal in my offhand. Well. Oh. So what? because I'm evasion build, I have to. Have my my helmet is with evasion crystals, right? so I can't put it there. My main hand, you need Precisions, or Elkar, so I can't put it there. My I can off...
0: almost guarantee you would get more defenses out of having special attack evasion than the two evasion crystals in your hand.
2: Mm. Wait, what? No, nah, I mean, you, you literally... Missing an entire Dude. hit versus like reducing the damage... It just depends, I guess. I don't. Dude, know. you do
0: not realize how much special attack evasion results I, in reduced I te-
3: damage. I tested. I, te- I do you ha- have a Garamoth in two in chest. The thirty percent is pretty huge.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's huge. But I I tried it with it, and I, I like could not tell a difference. So I switched back. I I tried it. The problem is, is like, but the thing is, like, once we have it in the, once I can put Hooms in my awakening weapon, then I'll have special attack, and will be fine. I don't know. I feel fairly tanky anyway. Dude, the other problem no, I have uh, is, like, just on principle, I, those blue crystals, dude. They need to make a yellow one that gives me, like, HP also or something, so I feel less bad about it.
0: Dude, so <laughs> I don't used to like think... Don't
2: look like such a papega to them?
0: I used to think, like, whatever on special attack evasion. Like, yeah, it's best to slot, but it's a lot just, like, min-maxing. Like, you won't really notice a difference. Until so one day, uh, a person in Clash needed to run damage tests. And so, me and another Zerker, Gumby, we were letting him uh, hit us in the back with some abilities. And I was taking probably like 25% less damage than he was, even though he had like two brackets of DP on me. Yeah. I was like, wait, what the fuck? I was like, do you have Garmoth and special attack evasion? He's like, no. I was like, holy shit.
2: Yeah, no, it definitely makes a, a difference. I just. Right now, it's not really a the debate for me is not between the the evasion on the helmet and the <laughs> and the special attack. It's more like the corrupted crystals in the offhand and the special attack. The reason why is because since I use kudum for PVE and PvP, I don't have the separate set of crystals for each setup. You know. That, yeah. That's 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 kind of the issue, so
0: dude I fucking lost my corrupteds. I got fucking griefed at these when I was trying to do my shit. I was like, what the fuck?
3: Not to not to jump off the BDO topic, but it looks like uh uh President Trump tested negative.
0: That's
2: good.
3: <laughs> that's so random. That's... <laughs> it was random. I don't know, it just popped up on my uh my phone feed. I'm like, oh okay,
2: cool. Oh no, dude. I say we quarantine but, like, him anyway.
0: This dude, <laughs> uh, fucking, this goddamn lawn is grinding pollies in my rotation. I mean, they were there first, but it's my rotation. So I just walk up there and then I kill him real quick, go on about my day. They fairy tears, use some sort of tear, get back up, immediately start walking towards me again. I'm like, all right, here we go. Kill them again really quick, almost instantly. They do this like 10 times in a row. I'm like, dude, what is this kid? like doing this is like stupid but whatever they're solo geared it doesn't even really matter all of a sudden out of nowhere they disappear for like two minutes i'm getting ass blasted from barely out of render range from this like 280 something archer i'm like whoa 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 what the hell is this it was <laughs> the it was the dude i guess it was his mane his lawn's just an alt or something He literally got me like negative mil and then came back on his main to kill me and make me lose crystals. I was like, You're a fucking scumbag, dude.
4: Holy shit.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's rough, dude. That Uh, was the guild
0: I asked you to deck on Frosty that they were undeckable. Standard.
2: I hate that shit. Do they need to change that too?
0: I know. It's like so annoying. Like, literally the only reason that person can even play the game today is by abusing the fucking system. It's so aggravating. How about you just have some fucking decency, and when you get out-fucking-killed, you just
2: leave, dude.
0: It's not that hard.
3: Just farm them with the mobs.
2: No big deal. Dude, Paul, I Paul, did, that's why we went negative one mil. Polly's especially bad, dude. Polly's like, really bad. People just pretend there's no one else there, even though they see you.
0: Yeah, well, Poly's is also a really bad place because it's like a low, it's a really good low gear grinding spot, but it's also the best place in the game for SP, which means you're also going to have high gear players grinding there. Yeah. It's kind of the struggle, honestly.
2: They just need to make uh, the crescent, the shitty crescent spot that gives you skilly xp They need to make that just drop trash loot also. And I feel like way more yeah. people would be happy. High geared people would be happy to go there. If you didn't get zero, Probably. if you didn't get a rare drop, <laughs> if you didn't just get yeah, two hundred sturdy timber fragments,
0: right, dude? That's that's the rough part about that spot. Uh, someone's calling you an idiot, by the way, Frosty. In silent uh, Chad's calling you an idiot and yeah, of...
3: saying, the idiot, to run two homes with special evasion and chest.
0: Yeah, just run two homes, yeah. instead of four.
2: Well yeah idiots strong.
1: <laughs> idiots strong <laughs> very
3: uh very strong opinion.
2: I uh yeah, I I get that. But no. I'm I'm alright. I'll run my hoops. <laughs> keep alright. Keep all right. my keep my accuracy. You know, that's that's sort of the big thing here. Yeah, you know, I got my accuracy, got my evasion, got my my HP. It's a lot of stats you lose if you get rid of the second home, dude. Anyway. Yeah, it, it's really strong, dude. Uh, I, I'll have the <laughs> dude, Is vision. that
0: the one that hurts, Frosty?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm preparing for the future, okay? I, I knew we were gonna... You know, the the irony is that I'm probably still not gonna run special attack visions, and then I'll really be an idiot to this guy, because I'm probably still gonna just run the accuracy and the the human damage
0: at that point even i would call you an idiot
2: dude i mean i'm gonna die anyway is where i've i've gotten to maybe once i'm like when i'm like 370 dp
0: you have the amount of dp where you can survive more than anybody else and yet you're not maximizing your surviving capabilities because you're like well i'm gonna die anyway
2: i'm not saying it that slow
0: Like, why did you even bother getting pin armor, then, if you're going to die
4: anyway?
2: Well, I mean, like, I don't really die to chip damage, though. I just die if, like, someone full combos me. I don't know. Because I also like being able to murder people, you know? It's a give and take. Right.
0: So at that point, why aren't you doing what I'm doing? Which is just copying fucking Frank's build, where I'm just going to build nothing
2: but AP. Because Frank is a very generic name, and I don't know who it is.
0: He's he's the top fragger ninja in Clash. He has as much AP as he does DP.
2: So he's 297,
0: 297. No, he's 309,
2: 309. Frank's a noob.
0: Dude! Frank's a noob. (laughs) Jeez. You say that, yet he's constantly getting top frags by like a large margin in front of all the fucking storks in that guild.
2: Well, we'll see with these current, with the with the new ninja changes, right? You haven't seen post true. nerf.
0: I think he was a. I think he originally was like a Kuno. I want to say so maybe he will go back to Kuno.
2: Yeah, that sounds good.
0: Yeah, suddenly I'm on board with Frank.
2: <laughs> I like Frank. Frank, Frank, Frank Frank Frank's good. Frank's a cool guy. <laughs> he sounds cool. Sounds cool as a Kuno.
0: And what a and what a nice name too, Frank. Just so not generic and uh, you know. Wow.
2: <laughs> really? Should should I be running only two whom's? I'm trying to think about the implications here. Uh,
0: I think you I think you were majorly underestimating how much no, I, I, tested it. I I tested it, it back know.
2: and forth and like literally it made no difference so I did it with three different people on three different classes I tested with a ninja a witch and a I think it was a sork or a dark knight I can't remember the third but I tested back and forth and like literally I died in the exact same skill in the exact same combo with both crystal setups like 40 times in a row so I was like alright I'll just I'll stick with the the Hooms for now, and then once we get the Garmash shit, I'll switch. Or I'll, I don't I'll know. add All I can. In dandy.
0: All I can tell you is my experience. And my experience, again, was that my 20% special attack evasion made me tankier than someone two brackets ahead of me in DP. So, I mean, that's all I can tell you about it, from my experience. Yeah. Maybe I should
2: get rid of corrupted. The pro yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about getting rid of corrupted dude. I know those ones are so good. Uh okay, so the accessory garment drop ray is gonna be doubled. That's good. Um Let's talk about the um What is this? The node war changes, which I don't know, man. This one's This one's harder for me to discuss because I don't really know the mistranslation
0: is kind of throwing things
2: off a little bit. Yeah, so it looks yeah. like they're going to make it harder to destroy structures and forts depending on the tier node where you're in. So tier 1 no change, but tier 2, 3 and 4, everything's going to be a lot harder. Um, it also looks like the prices are changing of shit. I don't know, I have a feeling part of it is to make it uh make the fights more interesting and like being on de- yeah. defending your fort is going to be easier to some extent but then also uh base races are going to be a little bit less rewarding i think that's kind of the idea
3: well base racing Pick- will basically come down to a long drawn out fight that finally gets both bases or one base in range you know
2: yeah cuz right right now man like it's so rewarding for a guild that knows they're not as strong to just try to base race because buildings die so fast if your whole guild is on another guild, you know, and their offense isn't there to defend. Yeah. Um, so I think this, that whole global lab change is really just a nerf to Spartan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you throwing shade, dude?
2: No, that's, a, I mean, that's what they do. I, I can't remember, like, in the last three guilds I've been in, when we've ended up on a note against Spartan, I don't think they've ever engaged the ball of any guild I've been in ever. <laughs> pretty sure now I don't know if that's intentional or just luck but it feels intentional it's too coincidental you know um yeah so hopefully the money thing I, the, the money thing on the node is what I mostly don't understand I don't know if they're making it more expensive which I think is kind of a good thing but also a bad thing it's a bad thing for guilds that like actually worn and now it's gonna cost them more if they lose. But it's a good thing to maybe help prevent snipes. So hopefully that's a thing. But yeah, we'll see.
3: Probably more or less.
2: We need that thirty percent node war reduction, the thirty percent less nodes to happen yeah. on our server like immediately.
3: It'll really help out with uh
4: getting some fights consistently.
2: Yeah. Um and then yeah, so a lot of node war changes. All right, can we talk about the, the the kill notification thing? So a few weeks ago, they added the kill notification. Whenever you're in a GVG, you see this bright red thing. You have to, I think you have to turn it on by default. I don't know if it's on. I think you have to opt in in the UI settings. you guys no, know which one I'm talking about? No,
3: it came on automatically for me. Is it automatic? Okay. About the the, red, the yeah. red thing that pops up Yeah. this one?
2: Yeah. So there's a little red I'm thing talking. that pops up, says kill, shows the player's name, and it gives a cool like whoosh sound effect like that you'd hear on like yeah. a news report that's talking about almost coronavirus. Like a, gate,
3: like a gate shutting or something yeah. like
2: that. Coronavirus strikes the Southland. You know, and then it cuts to the next <laughs> scene. It's like one of those. So um I think you know, it's I'll, really good because it lets you know
3: as the player if you actually got the kill or not.
2: Yeah, so, um, so because you,
3: there's a lot of times in Node Wars and, you know, there's just a bunch of craziness. You don't know if you actually got a kill yeah, or how many kills. And even the, the feed the that pack. pops
2: up in the top center only shows three. So the thing is, like I was going to say, like four, three weeks ago or whatever, when they added it, it was only for GVGs. This last patch, they made it so it's GVG, Node War, RBF, like everything. Like if you just I flag. see it
3: for everything right now. I yeah, think. yeah, that's
2: what I said. This week they added that like that's new oh like... i thought
3: you were reading global lab
2: no, no no this is like bad. on live server so it's for everything now and it's so satisfying dude i like can't it is. get over it. it
3: really is
2: it's so it, nice it
3: really is so they should i turn it on like, it's a do you
2: have
0: time, it off man. dude it's so good I turned, man. I turned it off whenever it first came out because i was like this seems
2: useless Dude, it just feels good, it's man. So good. I don't know what it is. It's like you just see Maybe the person because die.
3: Because actually got a kill in open world. <laughs> yeah, he's like this. Actually makes me sad. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I never see it pop up ever. No. Dude, it's but so nice, it's, it's man. It's badass.
2: Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, it's like Where very is it much like, like, like a, edit a UI or what? Yeah, one? edit UI, yeah, it's and edit it's called kill notification. But yeah, it's it's nice, dude. Especially in a group where things are really hectic, you just instantly know without having to look for it that you got one of these kills or you, you killed somebody. It's nice. Very satisfying. Okay. Uh... And the sound effect, if, I, I know a lot of peop- people don't play with sounds, but I actually do think BDO does a good job with sounds. You just got to turn down the voices where you don't hear the
1: wah, yeah, yeah
2: all the time. Once that's muted, the sound uh... effects in this game are actually really good.
0: Okay, I turned on kill notification. Where do you guys have it on your screen, though?
2: I have mine in the top right. So it's like above my character to the right. Above um, your
0: character to the right?
2: Yeah. yeah. A few clicks right. Like, if you go to edit UI, it's a, like a slightly higher than the interface edit mode thing, and then to the right, like an inch.
0: Okay, cool.
2: Um, But yeah, it's a cool sound effect, dude. Even the little... Zzzz, like that you hear, just sounds fucking epic like yeah dude you crush this person i went into rbf and like ulted in a group dude it was so fucking cool it was like i killed like six people dude i was like yes that is so satisfying dude it makes me so happy all right
0: i put it to the right of my character because it's just kind of i have blank space there right now
2: yeah go rbf with it because now it's everything now it's you kill someone open world you get it Kill someone, GVG, Node War, Siege, large-scale uh, RBF, you always see it. Um, they also changed the RBF scoreboard. Have you noticed this? Was that I noticed
3: that. Yeah, they did. I, they did this. Dude,
2: week. it looks good, was, man. It looks pretty cool. I, I like it. And, cool. and it gives me hope that one day they're going to make RBF slightly different. They only need to make subtle change, dude. Like, even if the map was bigger... Because now everyone's mobility. When RBF first came out, was Awakening out when RBF came out? What came out first, Awakening or RBF? RBF. Right? RBF. Yeah. Like at the time, RBF. people's mobility was way less than it is now. Like I feel like the map needs to be like twenty percent just bigger. Would be yeah. really fun. And then um, well,
3: yeah, it would help out the skirmish classes more.
2: Also,
0: like the other thing people don't think about is like the skill level. Like the average skill level of players has gone up dramatically. Yeah. So. Even if, like, the capabilities were always there before, people didn't always know how to do it. But, like, I agree 100%. Like, it made sense for the map to be as big as it was back then, but now it's like, okay, this should be quite a bit larger.
2: Yeah, it should be a little bigger. Um, I still would love if they did, like, a tile set change or just occasionally rearranged the random, like, um, the random... I still don't know
3: why they haven't implemented an RBF for fucking... Like each different region. Like this region is Serendia that
0: RBF is currently based mm-hmm. out of. Yeah, I've always
2: wondered. I'm to surprised the same they thing.
3: haven't like all right. So Kron Castle would be like a pretty badass area for an RBF for a Valamos type region, right? Right. And then um in Calfion, you have the uh the castle over there, or maybe maybe one that's based around the kind of like an underground zone similar to how No no, uh, no no
0: no put it in fucking uh where they had sh- uh Shadow Arena like around a uh, northern wheat Plant. Yeah yeah, yeah
3: yeah you could do that like more like a like a like a little like small a village. village in a field yeah, yeah that would be cool And they already have the map they already had the fucking map from Shadow Arena Um so yeah, yeah they just got to make it smaller then, Yeah you'd have to condense it a little bit
2: no, that map got copy-pasted into a different game, dude. You mm. could
3: have a Valencia map. <laughs> um, And uh, that could be based on Valencia Castle or, you know, something else.
0: Now, I don't want to sell like, anybody preface. out. Frosty, I don't want to sell anybody out, but I logged into Steam the other day to play Witcher, mm-hmm. and I saw someone got from it. Hex playing Shadow Arena.
2: Oh. On Steam. It was a Steamy?
0: apparently i mean like i don't know if i can even be friends with you anymore if you're going to continue to associate with these people i mean i'm just i'm <laughs> gonna call it like it is
2: i don't know who it is i don't know Ricks. anyone that said that they play it
0: <laughs> that's probably because they're ashamed <laughs>
2: <laughs> what who is it i i need to know now
0: Ah, uh, dude i don't want to you know
2: well you brought I it up wanna... now you have to say
0: I'm gonna be 100% honest with you I don't even remember
2: (laughs) They should have kept their name private Yeah If they didn't want people to know
0: I think it it might have been Furl I can't
2: remember Dude I I honestly don't talk to him very much Because he doesn't really come on anymore Uh, He doesn't come in voice or discord Or type that much anymore
0: I feel like it was either Furl or Mina But I don't remember actually This was like a couple weeks ago And I didn't really think anything of it but I just really I was like, oh, that's weird. Someone's playing Shadow Arena. Right. Also, like, it's Steam, and everybody just changes their names fucking constantly on Steam. So
2: we can make fun of um Mean anyway. He's been playing Final Fantasy 14 full time, so he needs to be made fun of. Oh, dude, yikes. Yeah. Dude, he had to get a new keyboard because his tab button broke. <laughs> yikes. It just wears out just... over time. It's not his fault
4: yeah
2: press it so much um that's a tab target joke for those who don't know uh all right moving on kill notifications fucking great but it makes me want more stuff and the rbf new ui is kind of cool but again more stuff
0: but RBF is the same so ultimately yeah. it's
2: kind of whatever. <laughs> yeah, ma- make yeah. it bigger cuz I do like the new entrance. I like the new UI. I like the kill thing. Just make the uh make the area slightly bigger and like randomize the obstacles sometime. I feel like would be kind of Also cool.
0: the the spawn change was weird to me because that's not usually the side that gets camped in their fucking zone. Like it's almost always uh red desert i believe that gets fucking camped in their spawn.
3: yeah typically wait. those those fucking
2: wait, they those changed fucking the spawn on on both of them. openings
0: no they didn't they only did one
2: wait the opening is different on both sides those no, openings not. that they
3: created though the new yeah, ones it is. i feel like that's just a better way
2: for the people is that it? go in Bo- both camp, sides have two openings now these- yeah
0: I thought the other side always had that opening. Am I am I
2: brain being brain dead? No, no, you're crazy. Yeah, they they added a second opening to literally both sides. Before, I almost always
0: like- get Black Desert, which means I almost always win. So it's kind of
2: <laughs> I've never noticed. Well, yeah, it's in the name they're like the home team, basically.
0: Oh wait, you're right. I am being a brain lit. That zone, that little like corner, was always there that you could hide in, but there was not right. a door there originally. But there wasn't
2: a door, yeah. You right, you right, you right. Um, it also still RBF rewards. Need to be Why
0: concerned. is that? Do you wonder? Do you think that's like an algorithm thing that they've set up that's unintentionally doing that, what? or what? what? Why does Black Desert almost always fucking win?
2: And I haven't, I haven't put well, two... yeah. My brain doesn't put that together yet. I'd have to like think back or like go and actually take a look.
0: Dude, do 10 RBFs in a row and see how many times Black Desert wins. It's more it's more it's quite a bit more than 50. I promise you.
2: It's think, quite a bit more. I think Black Desert only accepts Cho, Black Rose and Snake members. Maybe that's <laughs> <be.
0: laughs> Like so if I had to put an actual number to it, I'd probably say close to 70-30. Probably Black Desert wins more it feels like. Okay. Well,
2: I mean it feels like it's there. just the ones you happen to be in. <laughs> but yeah we'll see.
0: Hey, like dude, I you know, said, it's a, I, product, I, I it's a product of the
2: teammates. Now, yeah, I is guess, it possible yeah. you're you're put more often on Black Desert, you said right, than red?
0: <laughs> yeah, from like my experience. So yeah. do you
2: think more it's it's more indicative of the fact that Q buff is too strong? Whatever Fair team you're on has Q buff? <laughs> yeah,
0: Q buff. Q buff <laughs> is just that OP, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'd like to pretend that the reason Black Desert wins more is just because I get put on it, but I don't think that's it, so. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm Dude, completely wrong, but it it feels, as somebody who plays a lot of RBF, it feels like Black Desert wins more often than Red Desert.
2: The Tide, for me, bugged out when I first logged in. It was bugged so bad that it was making me, f- wait, is it still fucked? No. Like, at Vell. Yep, it's fucked. The tide is, like, going above the shipwreckage. Like, way above it. <laughs> it's so oh, strange. yeah. Oh, uh, global warming, dude. The ice caps are
0: melting. <laughs> <laughs> the ice caps, brother. Oh, my God.
2: Uh, oh, no, we're never going to be able to fucking AFK on the shipwreckage anymore.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, wait, so, Orta Ortolita or Odalita is out on kr now right it's yes it's on
2: out. it's on kr it came out two weeks ago now
0: do they have that fucking tree thing i haven't heard shit about it since Odalita came
2: out no they don't have Thorn tree castle yet
0: why not that's the only thing i really care about honestly
2: <laughs> because god hates us
0: i want to know what that is i want to know if it's fun i want to know if it's like a new rbf I have many questions about it, and I'm upset that there's no
2: news. Dude. I got the last event, last Immortality, dude. Gives me 10 Capra Stone and a Remnants of Destiny.
0: Congrats, dude. Roll from your the, dice, by the way.
2: That was from the dice. <laughs> I did
0: roll. Oh, okay.
2: oh, but I can't use it, because it, my characters... I can only put it in Port Rat, because this characters is at Three Val. Four. Oh, no. Yeah, I, got the- <laughs> I fucked up. Oh. Yeah, Bell's about to spawn. Yeah, I I want to see what that thorn tree fucking bullshit is too. By the way, uh, so this guy Jang, um, he's a ranger on KR. He puts up a lot of videos, kind of like uh, uh, Kimo does or Kimo. I'm mean, gonna always say Kimo or Kimo because I hear people say it both ways. But um, and I don't,
0: you know, don't want to be disrespectful,
2: dude. He he put up a video of the golem grind spot and he was solo grinding there and it's a three person grind spot so you really should be there with three people but man it it really reminds me of bams in Terra fighting really ben spot yeah because it's just big like huge mob
0: big ass monsters <laughs> yeah
2: big ass <laughs> monsters that like take forever to kill here wait i'm gonna send you this video i'll i'll, I'll I'll play in the background here. I'll send you guys both this in the chat. Bams and were, uh,
0: Bams were fun. And uh, there were like fun. many, many boss fights that you could do.
2: Yeah. And this felt like, this seemed like that to me. Sorry if that is super loud for the recorded audience. I don't know if there's sound or not through these YouTube videos. Um, so go to the, is it this one? Wait. Oh, I think I, yeah, yeah. So skip to, uh, let me find a, let me find a, a spot. He fights uh, two different mobs here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Go to t- uh two minutes and 45 seconds. Start right there. He finishes killing a mob. We'll we we'll all hit play together on this. So go to 245 and pause. Okay, I'm at
0: 245.
2: All right, 245. Nyash, are you going here?
0: I You're able to? I am basically there right. now. Okay, 245,
2: three, two, one, go. All right, so he finishes killing this golem, and keep in mind he's just doing this solo. The recommended AP for this spot is three hundred. He is, I think, two seventy six with Nuver. two seventy five, two eighty one with, or with Kudum, Sorry, he's two eighty five, two eighty one with Kudam, and he has a tet black star. All right, so this one, he says in the chat that this mob is like this particular one he's attacking is supposed to be like the toughest mob there. But tell me, this doesn't look like a Bam fight to you? Like, it's just really slow lumbering, like big AoEs. And then, like, first he's fighting it kind of from range, and then he goes up close and just tries to stay behind it forever, which is basically what you did against Bams. You just kept trying to get to its back. Um, Yeah. But it takes him basically the rest of this video, like seven minutes, to kill this one mob. Jesus. And then the mobs that spawn around it, I think he kills, like, twice. But I think if you go with three people, it'd be pretty quick. I mean, divide that time by three, right? It would take you like a couple minutes to kill each one of these packs. But I actually kind of like that. I think that's kind of cool. Now, here's
3: my question. How come mm-hmm. game developers always decide to choose a very big, slow mob? What not a big, fast mob? You know what's so funny? I
4: mean,
2: answers. Uh, a big, fast mob. Or a little fast mob. There's a, uh, I'm gonna, I'll show you another video after. There's actually a video. Fuck, I can't remember who's. It's a random mob that spawns. I think in Kama, it might be in Odalita, but it looked like in Kama, that's like an elite that takes like 15 minutes for these 15 people to kill. Oh, really? Which I have no idea what it is, but I'm going uh, to, I'll, I'll find the video after this. But this, it was interesting because he doesn't get like much loot from this. He doesn't have a loot scroll popped, but he's using a full elixir rotation too. So that way he has like the damage reduction and life leech and extra AP. Um. But I really do think if you do like a full elixir rotation with three people and kind of split the elixirs, it might actually be a decent spot. This is the spot that drops the new awaken crystals with accuracy huh. and and human damage. I don't know, this it looks kind of cool to me. I know it maybe seems weird because it's just like kind of a damage sponge thing. But but he takes like half health every time. He says if, if it was
3: on global server I would have died.
2: He says if, yeah, if it was global... I I think he's saying, like, in on live server that they don't die as easily as Global Lab. I think it might be related to the accuracy evasion issues that people have been complaining about on Global Labs, where it's, like, not applying correctly. Um, so yeah, with three people, this looks, like, viable. Like, his DP... He has really high DP, but he is on a ranger, so if you have people with, like, maybe classes that are more geared towards it, it might be kind of interesting. Um... But yeah, the trash here is worth like 107k. It gives, I think when he kills it, he gets three Caffra stones and like five dust. And then like the trash loo and no rare drop. But he did get like an armor stone or whatever. I don't don't even think the mob's technically considered an elite, but they drop a lot of shit. So it might be kind of cool. Um, Let me see if I can find that other video I watched. Meanwhile, I'm going to try not to die to Vel. Trying to multitask here, dude. Uh, yeah,
0: I'm
3: just sitting on the the mast while we uh.
2: Talk
0: You're about definitely it. right about this giving uh like Bam vibes though. Feels like a Bam.
2: Sure. This is how Bam fights were too. It's like even though it was fun, like they weren't like particularly challenging. They just like did a choreographed attack, and you didn't get hit by the red shit and you went behind it
0: but the the thing that made bam's fun was it was just different from what you were normally doing
2: right you're like normally killing groups of mobs and then eventually you just are killing this one like kind of hard to hard to kill mob. yeah so
0: it's just like and again like that's what we were talking about with like rbf like dude literally you don't even have to change the mechanics of rbf just like mix it up a little bit like in terms of its visuals or like anything and it'll keep people fresh you know what i mean Right. The okay. worst thing you can do is just have them do the same thing forever and ever, and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever.
2: All right, get this video, go to Zero Seconds, this new video I linked to, put it on the highest quality, and we're going to talk about this live. This is going to be our initial reaction to, like, what the fuck are we looking at in this video? So he, it, this was posted, posted March 12, 2020. He's in Camasylvia. Um, It's titled Black Desert Online Hidden Monster? Question mark. So let me know when you guys are there. It's uh yeah, it's zero zero.
3: Hold on, I'm trying not to die to Vel.
2: Okay. Is he doing his Hold attack? on, I'm
0: trying
4: not to die to Achman. Oh, Vel got me, dude.
2: Alright, hold on, I gotta I gotta swim back. I really need a heart, dude.
0: This podcast is not good for my BDO health, by the way. I have died twice
2: since we started recording. I almost died in Sekra a couple times because I was all right distracted
3: what what time just okay. leave
2: it at zero zero we're gonna watch the video together and probably a couple minutes of it and i'll i'll try my best to describe it for the listeners but um he's in cam it looks at never and step he's killing like the ferrets those birds or whatever hold yeah. on swim back to the thing just leave it at zero zero i'll count us down and we'll start um is vel oh, not dead yet dude come on vel can you die already I guess I could just stay dead. It doesn't really matter. I'll still get the bundle, right? Uh, are you sure about that? I got struck by lightning right when I got on the wreckage. I'm not sure about that. (laughs) I don't,
0: I don't, I feel like I've heard people say you don't get loot if you die.
2: I'm not 100% sure, but I actually, I do think you do get loot. But, um, yeah, let me
4: let, Vel should die in the next minute or two here. Oh, I
2: think I have to dive. Oh, lightning struck me right as I have to dive. Is it going to get me killed? <laughs> You're going to get fucked. <laughs> All right, I dove, I dove, I dove. Stupid bell wave. I think when he leaps out of the a, water.
0: <clears throat> I have a question for you guys. What are you guys so. doing with these sweet candy bags? I have no idea. I, I I'm think... just kind of been collecting them because I don't know what to do with them.
2: I honestly think the best thing is to use the... Uh... Or exchange them for the horse mats, probably. And cost effective wise, or if your character actually needs breath strength or health, if it's sub twenty nine, if you re rolled or whatever, helps with that.
4: Yeah. Apparently,
2: uh,
3: Silent Chad says you still get it if you're dead. Okay. Prossy, you want to test?
2: I'm alive oh i fell in the water <laughs> what I'm the fuck alive.
0: even is what the fuck even is the spirit pouch of the ferocious beast what is that it, it's Some just shit?
2: no 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 that's one of the uh that's the horse mat i was talking about so you use that to do uh horse attempts at the stable when you're going for a dream horse Ah. yeah okay let's see hold on let me switch characters make sure i didn't get a bell's heart so i could be upset and then uh we'll watch this video you have it at zero zero right res
0: I do, yeah, but uh, I can't just start it whenever you want
2: me to. I know, I know. you got to swap Please. characters. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open my I'm going to swap characters. I just have to finish killing a pack. All right, finish killing the pack. While I sadly open this Velds bundle and get nothing. Let me watch all the people that are getting Velds hearts on my channel. <gasps> I got nothing. Hey, at least now if you get a Rainbow Coral Ring, it's worth. Cause it's worth 23 mil now. All right, now. I'm ready. Rainbow Coral ring's 23 mil now because of the uh, journal. Uh. Ooh! No, I got excited. I thought I got the 100 mil gold bar, but I got a 10 mil one, so that's pretty cool. 10 mil and 5 mil. Alright, calm down, dude. I am I'm ready. ready. <laughs> okay, you're, here we go. You're
0: slowing down my grind speed, Frosty. This is Come the, on.
2: This is the mysterious whatever. Hit play. Go. Three, two, one, 1, go. <laughs> okay, so he's grinding these ferrets. Just mind his own business. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And then a mob like spawns. Let's see, where is this at? Watch,
4: he's like walking through this area.
2: Where does it happen at? Yeah, there's an elite here. Look, this weird like portal. You see this shit? This is in camo. The <coughs> and there's what looks kind of like a cadre mob, like with a shield or almost like the necropolis yeah. mobs. So he starts fighting it. Look how much fucking damage it does to them.
3: Holy fuck.
2: <laughs> and it's just a purple elite. Dude, and they fight it, and it's just the two of them at first, and they're, like, confused as shit, and then they call more and more guildies over. Eventually, there's, like, 20 people, and it takes them, like, a full, like, three or four minutes with 20 people to kill this thing. Um... I have no idea what the fuck this is.
4: <laughs> I've
3: never heard of anything like this.
2: Yeah, me Me neither. But it's kind of fucking cool. This is in KR? Yeah, this is in KR. This is like on live server.
3: There was no announcement about this.
2: Dude, look how much damage he takes. Holy shit! Yeah, you panicked. Dude, if you like watch the platoon HP bars, they like dip constantly. So this mob, for context for people listening and not able to see it, basically looks like... it it The warrior
0: shurikan mob.
2: Yeah, one of the warrior ones. But it's not a sword, right? It's like a club. Doesn't it have like a club or a mace or something?
0: I uh, can't really tell in all, honestly. Yeah, I
2: think he has a mace in his right hand, a shield in his left, and he's like fully armored out. And he's just running around using like AOEs and ground slam looking things like warrior type abilities. And it's just you chunking You know what's people. interesting? You can
3: hmm. actually see his HP gauge. You can see
2: his HP gauge, right? It's not like a mob he doesn't have knowledge on, which is another interesting yeah. thing. That's for sure ground smash or ground slam, one of the two.
3: Must be a succession warrior.
2: A <laughs> succession warrior exactly, with a mace. Also, no offense to this DK, but he literally uses Spirit Legacy over and over off cooldown. It upsets me. <laughs> it, I think like the I think he cuts through in the video like a lot. He's like editing. So this actually takes longer than this video length. The video length is about five minutes. But it takes them a long time to kill this thing because he keeps cutting. It's like time jumping. Yeah, he cuts. And he there's cuts more and more people now. Their platoon has eleven people. Started with two, then it was like seven. Now it's eleven people in this platoon. About three. But minutes he has this he video. has that
0: timer up there, so just watch that. Is that
2: hours? Oh, um, oh no, no, no oh sorry, sorry. That's not from the start of the mob, though. That's just from. Is it? No, no, Probably, it's not. Okay. But
0: what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is you can use that to you gauge how right. the long it took. Yeah, yeah.
2: Right, how much time has gone by. Okay, okay. It scared me for a second. I was like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> is that hour? They've been here for four
1: hours?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be scary. <laughs> no offense to these guys, but I do want to see some of them die. I want to see also if he loses crystals.
0: I don't think he wants to see that. No. Mobs
2: like this generally do take crystals. Like this fight looks fun. Okay, so now it's Wait, already been jump, like 17 right, it jumped, minutes. Up. It jumps 17 yeah, minutes.
3: 17 minutes. So they've been fighting they this thing for like a half for 40 hour, 40 minutes.
2: At least 30 to 40, yeah. And they now have 15 people in their platoon. they are jumped another 4 minutes. Now they have uh 17 I wonder, people.
0: I wonder if this is like a uh, a Kama gatekeeper.
2: You're right? All right, it's about to die and he has the uh the loot Um window open so you'd be able to see like what all his guildies and stuff get in the bottom left, I believe. Like he's spamming spirit legacy. It's Jesus, how many legacies can (laughs) I spam? (laughs) Right. It doesn't do any damage off cooldown. What is he doing? If I was the other guildies, I'd be like, hey, can you help actually DPS this thing and stop using Spirit Legacy? (laughs) (laughs) It looks satisfying though. I know that animation is so fucking nice. Okay. Dude, people like get chunked below half. All right, there's the loot. So it looks like I, I think it's the new earring that drops. Oh, right? someone got a. Those are donning. got a. What is that? Those are donning earrings. I'm pretty sure. Wait, did someone get a dandy, or is that just from something else? Or uh, not a dandy? A. Uh, Look like a.
1: Fifteen
2: k trap. It looks like the stuff that drops at a uh, what's it called? Um, the new bloody monastery. That's what it looks like. So totally like,
3: not worth the money, but it's a cool experience for them, I'm sure.
2: Armor stones, dust, whatever, and then it looks like they dropped dawning earrings as well. But that's cool. So yeah, it might be it might be like a new type of gatekeeper, yeah. What Fresler said. I wish he would open does he open his inventory ever? Like how much trash did he get from it?
3: That's interesting.
2: Yeah, so that's totally random and new. I like it.
3: Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I don't um, mind content like that being yeah. hidden. And then like surprise content like that. Yeah, don't even
2: put up, it in the patch. Cool. Yeah. I yeah, like, that like
3: whatever. That's fine. Just the stats on your gear and whatnot, I feel like, should be something that you know.
4: So they fought it for almost an hour. Jesus. For,
0: from the start of just the two guys. The two guys started fighting it at three nineteen. And they killed it at about four twelve, I believe. Yeah, 4.12. So it took almost an hour.
2: So it probably would have taken like 40, maybe, let's say it took 50, whatever, two minutes. I think it would probably
3: take it 20 to 30 minutes if you had a full platoon.
2: If you
0: had a full plat since the beginning, yeah, yeah. probably like 20, 30.
2: And, and well, maybe even only 15 if the dude wasn't using Spirit Legacy, if he used Lunacy. Yeah, that's fair. That's (laughs) real.
3: That might be why. That might be why they don't actually like DKs in Siege groups.
2: <laughs> They're just using Spirit Legacy. Like none of these. Yeah, he's like, look at this. I'll go through a whole rotation. None of this is protected. <laughs> just casting <Yeah>.
0: Spirit Legacy. <laughs> yeah.
2: Because there's there's that uh
3: that information I got like where basically they don't like DKs in Siege at all in KR. They just they would rather have a Witch Wizard because it's just better. It does the same shit except better in their opinion. So that's yeah. probably why they don't have DKs. They just spam legacy.
2: <laughs> anyway, that, that looked cool. That that and the... I um, think that's pretty cool. I like that. That and the golems. Like, I, even if it's not efficient, I don't even care if it's efficient, dude. I, I think it would be fun to just go with three people and fight golems. Just because, A, it's scary. It's a little bit scary, and it's, like, different, you know?
0: Yeah, well, yeah. and, like, the thing is, is, like, those are the types of mobs that should be, like, the second Crescent location, where, like, it's not efficient, but there's a chance that you might get something really cool, so it makes it, like, really fun and makes you, like, actually want to get your friends and, like, do it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So
3: as long think, as you don't get You think nothing. this might be, like, their attempt at, like, a random, a random world boss kind of thing? Like, not, like, a true world boss, but,
0: like, a random one?
2: Maybe, but it looks more like a. It looks more gatekeeper esque, where you'd only talk. Yeah, your that, yeah it not screams
0: gatekeeper to me, dude. Yeah, it literally screams gatekeeper to me. I feel like
3: they should make it so that gatekeepers are actually fucking deadly. If you don't go kill them, and they open up their gate, so to speak, you they, they just flood the entire zone they're in with fucking mobs that are like pretty lethal.
0: What if, yeah, be, that'd dude? Be what if? What if they did some, like, some actual, like, world immersion shit where if people don't keep gatekeepers in check, then, like, a whole town on a server will get shut down and, like, overran with mobs and shit?
3: I think they should do that. (laughs) I think that'd be dope as fuck.
2: I mean, they could also have, like, at, at the places where gatekeepers spawn. Granted, like, no one really grinds at those places anymore unless you're, like, noob. Or like in the game, but if they ever buff those spots, but make the gatekeeper, obviously like buff the drops. This would correlate with buff the drops so it like actually makes sense to do them. But if they're like left untouched when they first spawn, then they start walking around in those spots and actually kill people grinding there. So you have to get rid of them or the spots start becoming ungrindable. Yeah. That would be dope.
3: That's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, that would be fun. Something like that. Dude, the gatekeepers have always been like some of the more interesting content. It would be nice that, if that they made moment, the drops good. The-
3: that moment when you're panicking because your grind zone's about ready to become ungrindable, so you're trying to get everyone and your mother over here to help kill it.
2: <laughs> Killing a gatekeeper yeah. should actually be like, um, opening uh, belongings where you have a chance to get like an upgraded piece. Yeah, that'd be a good accessory. way to
3: make them viable again.
2: Yeah. It'd have to do a little bit more than that, I feel, but yeah, that would help. Well, you're don't be greedy. dude. Stop trying to get rich quick.
0: Dude, typical Maywall. Give him an inch yeah. and he'll take a mile.
2: Yeah, It's like, oh man, these buffs <laughs> are really nice. If only we had unlimited stamina. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, okay. socks. <laughs> one we- day,
3: one day, Frosty, you're gonna play a Maywall and you will know, you will know uh, yeah. how it feels.
2: So we had Rylock on last week, as a reminder, and we had a, we were talking about the most whiny classes on the server. I think we gotta. We're gonna move into comments here right now, and I think we got a lot of DKS that are not happy with us. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. There
0: were a couple DKS that actually agreed with us, though. Yeah, I did. I did see a couple comments that were like, "DK here, think DK could use some buffs here or there." But yeah, the whining is actually like annoying and like.
2: And mostly, succession like, DKS. They pointed out succession DKS for the most part are actually like pretty happy. With what they have, yeah, which is that's good. what I heard too. And they should be, because goddamn, well, yeah, they're fucking.
3: What's God that damn. one ability? It literally one shots. I was fighting a DK yesterday, and uh, he had two seventy four AP, and he almost damn near one shot me with one of his abilities. Mind you, I am low DP, and I do have MacLeod, so that's to be fair. I am very squishy, but still, like fucking hell.
2: We call how them, much DP do you have? We call them Mako Alodis. It's pronounced Mako Alody. I'm gonna
0: Make-o. need all these people. <laughs> I'm gonna need all these people with more gear than me to stop talking about how little gear they have. It's starting to give me. I know.
3: Bit of a. I'm talking from a perspective. <laughs> of it, so. Succession okay. damage makes you know 310, 320, 330 DP feel like it's paper. No. Nah. So, it's just if, a you're, if like, you're like so, 330 you're technically low dp for against uh, succession classes.
0: I don't know if you saw it in but it was either in the discord or in a comment. I can't remember which but someone was like, "Uh, I'm only 281 AP so I'm not that geared." It's like uh Poor feels Rosa. bad.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I don't even think like succession's PvP damage across the board. Like a lot of classes have been nerfed, so it doesn't even feel that crazy anymore cuz like right now if I if you get like let's just say Kuno Ninja Awaken Sork. If you're three, like let's just say 24 at 331 DP and a 285 AP, one of those three classes CCs you, dude, you die so fast. <laughs> it's like, it's fucking crazy, dude. Serpent. The other day, my my friend like switched to Awakening after the Ninja nerfs, and like, I was like, oh yeah, Serpent takes 70 percent of my health. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Goddamn.
3: Serpent. Serpent's
0: insane with high, uh, high AP.
2: Okay. Alright, let's see. We're going to go through comments here. Um, Let's see. Okay. <sighs> 44, or 43 comments. It Shouldn't be too bad. Let's see. Eumenadai says, Reslar jokes about the armor of the dead god downgrading all the way to base when failing. PA, I'm taking notes. Reslar, bruh.
0: They, they literally did. <laughs> I... I said that as a joke whenever people... Whenever they first, like, started talking about Armor of the Dead God. I was like, maybe when you fail, it goes all the way back to base. Ha ha ha. And then they actually fucking did it, dude.
2: Like, what the fuck? Well, in fairness, though, it's not so bad. Because it doesn't... It goes to base, but you don't go plus 1 to 15. Yeah, it's only base, pride, duo, tri, tet, and pen. There's no, like, 1 through 15. Can you imagine, though, armor that downgrades all the way to 0... But goes up to 15. It's like a horse oh gear, kind of. Um, Lord X says Great episode. Playing the game with no awakening wasn't that long ago for us console plebs. I still have nightmares over Rangers, how things have changed. One of the many things that upsets me about playing console version is we will never get to experience the broken new patches that come for classes and suck uh we will get the nerfed versions sad face. One thing i loved about Destiny 1 was all the broken shit. <laughs> it was fun to mess around with them before they got nerfed whereas D2 launched very balanced and bland. I personally enjoy games that have OP stuff along um, as long as they keep rotating what's OP keeps it fresh. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. That's kind of always been my argument with like my examples of like StarCraft 2 versus StarCraft 1. StarCraft 2 they've been very, very try-hard on balance. Obviously, there's, there's been parts where like certain things are overpowered, but StarCraft 1 has always felt like everything is overpowered in that game. So it makes yeah. everything balanced because everything is overpowered. So yeah, it's like a give and a take.
0: But that's not always the case,
2: though. No, for sure. You can have overpowered where they never address it and nothing gets fixed and it sucks for everybody.
0: Right, like right. pre CC changes, everything was overpowered. But did that feel more balanced than what we have now? I don't think so. Well,
2: look at it this way: Ninja had more protection than ever, and more CCs pre CC changes, and they were like one of the worst classes. That, yeah. that's how weird it was. It was such a weird time. Now but I then know, the well, other thing because... to
0: consider, the other thing to consider as well, is like. As post-CC changes, these classes that are coming out are, like, more and more protected. Archer, Guardian, like, it seems like, earlier you talked about how, like, every class that came out seemed to have more protected CCs. It's like, even though we're past the CC changes, they haven't stopped doing that. Like, it's still fucking ramping up. Yeah.
2: For sure. Max Bunch says, "Yeah, Nayashi is only a Anfield light version of Team Mewah." <laughs> True. What?
4: Anfield light.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you ever watch Anfield's videos, um they're very like he has really good instructional videos, but he always like caveats it with like the beginning will be uh the oh interest- yeah, like super victim, like uh Bricks. kakao cacao did it again, destroyed the ranger class, which is just so sad because they've been doing uh, nothing but destroying ranger class for two years. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, Nayashi's yeah. the Maywa version of that for sure.
3: Whatever. <laughs> all right, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's only one all right, video. Here, comes, here ever...
0: comes the Maywalk cast. <laughs> hold
3: on. There's only one video I ever did. That was my honest review that I had a rant about. And that is just the one for the succession kit, where they released it as it was. That is it. I've never once made a video where I just complained about a whole bunch of uh, um, aspects of how they developed a particular kit.
2: Didn't you say but once, I... if you love Mewa, play play Ninja? What? No. Okay.
3: Why would I say that?
2: Because you're a Mewa hater, dude. You're a Mewa victim hater.
3: <laughs> victim, <man.
2: laughs> dude I, yeah uh, that is i think that's a because he said you're like a anfield light so you're not full anfield
0: <laughs> right just like rangers are a dk light <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly in terms uh, of
0: the amount that they complain
2: <laughs> uh... Enfrax says, if I, as a Sork, would have to name a thing that could be nerfed, it would actually be the PvP damage. I mean, we have such a huge kit with so much combo potential that I'd gladly use more often to its extent. Loved the episode. Great guests. Interesting topics. Much love. Thank you. Um, Gracias. the Musassin says at Frosty and Reslar, I heard that sigh when I made the comment about Musa being dead. Don't know which classes you actually mean, but let me give you a scenario. Maybe you'll understand my gripe with the nerf. P.S. I've moved by the accuracy nerf, I just don't like the four second cooldown on Serene Mind buff. Well, cool, you don't have it, right? Didn't yeah, you?
3: you don't have to worry about it now.
2: So he gives this whole Easy. scenario, and um, it doesn't really apply anymore because they didn't get that buff, but. He says, there's something in here I want to, um, he, he's there's this sentence in here that irks me a little bit. He says, so first of all, he says, uh, for PvE, people forget that Blooming Rising Storm have a pretty long cooldown. For PvP, this means if you can't kill your opponent with a full combo, then Musa suck, got to run around, which takes stamina until your cooldowns are up. And some people like to bitch about Musa mail running away. Pfft. And now they're taking away 100% accuracy, so you got to be really geared this nerf has a domino no. effect. No, wrong.
3: No, the the uh the one hundred percent accuracy did not impact normal geared players versus normal geared players. It's only the extreme um, case scenario where someone's full DR evasion uh, or not DR but DP evasion set up like a shy with like fucking five hundred DP.
2: So listen That's, to this line. That would he, be the he says basically PA killed PVE for suck Musa like well that's i I get i get that like there was a nerf and granted the the serene mind change didn't come into play the way it was so it's not as bad as we originally thought but even still it's like the the absolutes make the comment not like it's something you can have a conversation with right because your mind is so made up so far one direction that it's like there's not a discussion we can have because it's not like, hey, they yeah. made it worse, and now I'm not as good as this, but I'm still like, you know, I'm not a ninja. Like most ninja people react Awakening. that
3: way, though. I feel when ne- when negative. Changes yeah, are it's the it's
2: class. it's bad. I don't know. They didn't kill uh Suck Musa in PVE or PVP. It's still very good. Personally, as a person that has to fight against Musa a lot, I still. Even with the upcoming changes to Musa Awakening that are buffing them, I would rather any day fight an Awakened Musa over a Succession, any any day. Succession is way more difficult to fight against. Um, and then, yeah, the accuracy thing is like, so here, there's actually a really easy test, because Sorceress has Shards of Darkness, which only has one hit. It's, it's 3,100% times 1 with 100% crit, 100% accuracy um and then after the change is only 50% accuracy. So if that hit misses, it does zero damage. Like literally does nothing. It's just x1. That is so, the easiest way to test. Super easy way to test. I have 350 DP. We we try, I have somewhere around 3 uh, 730 evasion, not counting like percentage evasion buffs which probably would bring it up even higher. But I was testing with a friend who's basically he's 277 AP on a Sork. He just has, like, your standard setup. He has, I think he has normal precision still. And he has Viper crystals and whom crystals and whatever. So he's, like, standard accuracy that a player at 277 would have. Um, he hit me with Shard Explosion 10 times straight. It didn't miss a single time, even with the 50% accuracy. Even with my evasion buffs up. So, yeah, you don't need to be way more geared to kill people. Like, it's just... Yep.
3: Yeah. Uh Jimmy Lane. People just people had a freak out moment about it because they didn't they didn't take into account your hit rate plus the hit rate of the ability. Right, exactly. So when you consider how much accuracy you have, and they don't usually they don't know the formula too, which is very simple. All you need is half the accuracy to their evasion, and that can it's basically determines whether or not you have a fifty percent hit rate. So as long as you have half. So 400 accuracy versus 800, which evasion at 800 is pretty difficult to obtain. um, That uh, will determine you have a 50% hit rate with just a normal slash with no extra accuracy added onto it. Then you consider the abilities accuracy on top of your hit rate, and that determines your actual hit rate. So plus 50% with people averaging around 400 hit rate, uh, 400 accuracy to 450 accuracy on average you don't really need all that much gear in order to be able to 100% hit your opponent with blood. Also, I,
0: I have a question. He said Blooming has a long cooldown.
3: It's <laughs> not does. that long,
0: is it? What What is the yeah, cooldown? on It's blooming? 14
3: seconds. It's not really that long. But
0: Oh, it, it, that's it. adorable. <laughs> I he know. Thinks he, he thinks he has a long cooldown. Well, How you got to remember,
3: he's talking from a Moose's perspective, and they like to, you know, throw bloomings out like they're fucking hotcakes remember
0: yeah i know everyone well, likes to pretend that they have a long cooldown and then here's
2: ancient wave with 30 seconds with the serene mind buff you still get to use it more than that so it's like i don't know all right so let's move on jimmy lang says welcome to the weekly nyashi complains about mewa <laughs> <laughs> true damn it <laughs>
3: See, that, this is what I said last week. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to bring up any pay, Maywell stuff, and then, and then uh, Rylock brought it up. I'm like, oh, god, damn it. <laughs> Here we
2: go.
0: Well, really, I mean, really, it's Frosty like poking the bear that keeps bringing us yeah, back to this point.
2: <laughs> I keep baiting you as much as I can yeah Uh, when when scar says i'd rather listen to you complain about desync and pvp than listen to rangers complain about their class do rangers ever and i mean ever stop complaining about their class no no they do not although uh, in fairness Rylock was really he felt he was pretty objective yeah he was as objective as as you can be because the the issues with Ranger are very apparent Right, like the, yeah. the pre-awakened, or the, sorry, awakening Ranger. All of,
3: even all of us really agreed with some of the stuff, like the S-Block. We mm-hmm. all agreed that that was probably a thing that was needed. Agreed. I felt like they were very unprotected, too.
2: Needs S-Block, Uh maybe Blooming got over-nerfed, but it's still, like, okay. And then um their Awakening, they're just too squishy. They're just straight up too squishy for, like, what they can do in Awakening. So it makes it, like, hard to play. Um
0: Yeah, Ralloc was very... uh he was He's good, very man. realistic. He, was like, he, he had his complaints, he had his griefs, but he was always realistic and came, like, he didn't come from a place of, like, anger and, like, ah, my class sucks, why is it so bad? I should be able to, like, instant kill people. He was always, like, no, like, here, let me lay out the reasons why this is the way that I, I think it is. And, like, I, I can always appreciate when people are like that, basically.
2: I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard he left Cho Nation like right after the podcast, which is kind of weird. <laughs> probably really? uh the Rangers yeah. kicked him out. So to find out. Um Glyph were oh no no, sorry. Uh Josh cases says in response to what Rylock was saying about KR meta, it is important to remember that Korea is a very compact country, therefore players on average are very, very low ping. We all have seen how much ping impacts BDL. A low across the board ping probably drastically changes how the game feels and plays. This is true. That's fair. Exactly true. Uh, Glyphwire says, Link to the video of ninjas or cockroaches. Thanks for the podcast. Really fun grinding and working while listening. And then Rezar linked it. Um, that video was hilarious. That video was great. goes. Uh, the Spellweaver, says, As always, you made my grinding session enjoyable. I love the direction. Uh, all right, this is a... I don't know if... He doesn't have a TLDR, so I'm going to get through this. Please put TLDRs, people. I'll try to reply to all of them in time so we can get TLDRs, but he says, I love the direction.
0: Do you need need me to make TLDRs for the ones that don't have TLDRs? (laughs) No,
2: I I think if I get to them all in time, we'll get them. If I, because I check the comments usually throughout the week, I just got to reply and tell them to put one. Um, He says, I love the direction of gear progression we're getting where our hard-earned pen can be elevated to the next tier instead of making them obsolete. I just, I really just hate the feeling of getting this gear to pen only to realize that a couple years later, this hard-earned gear is worthless anymore. Yeah, I agree. I think we've said that a few times, right, Res, Like, where it's like, in some of these old games where, like, the new expansion comes out, kind of makes all your gear irrelevant, and then you just move on to the next. Right, yeah. So, it's yeah, it's kind of cool. There's, like, a middle ground where it's, it's kind of interesting how they're doing things. It does make the carrots super far for new players, but... Hopefully they keep mm, making that shit. I mean, easier. it
3: does and it doesn't. Like with the seasons coming out, I think that's kind of like their way to help out with mitigating that. Yeah, you
2: know, agree. Um, he says also want to comment on the striker thing that came out. First of all, I want to apologize. This is petty, considering this isn't even topic of the video. It's just that I'm quite defensive of this to- topic, mostly because how the community brands this class as mindless, zero skill, brain dead monkey class. Striker one v one isn't as good as people are believing them to be, but. I do think they are much better uh, placed than the bottom level classes, like mystics who've been nerfed to the ground. Super bad mobility after Wolf's Hunger nerf, but they are not as strong in one v one as people believe. Specifically against knowledgeable people. Um, what is W slash C? In internet speak. Um, um,
0: I thought that meant
3: welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, Silent Chad, a- any idea what W with, slash
0: C mean? With something, with something,
2: with, maybe? Yeah.
3: With M- care,
2: with care,
0: with, with, with
2: care. <laughs> knowledgeable people with care, in my opinion, is the standard if we're talking about class one v one tier. We just fill in. We just <laughs> see that fill in what we think it is from now on. So we just make the sentence uh, and the comment
3: completely oh, yeah. awkward. He
2: uses it a couple times, so we're screwed here. The issue is they have slow, uncancelable <laughs> animations with care. Oh, maybe.
0: Maybe it's like will constantly.
2: Does no. that make sense? N- no, because listen to this sentence. Well, I'll try both versions. The issue is they have slow plus uncancelable animations. Will care makes them easy to grab, so that doesn't work, right? Oh, or, it's a skill. It's a skill. Or he <laughs> oh, that way he says. The issue is they have slow slash uncancelable animations. Wait, what was the one you said, Res?
0: Will constantly. Oh yeah. But uh, now she's saying it's a s- skill. Well
2: what's which, which, which skill? Is it is like it? wolf
3: claw or something? Like I well, know that they
0: have wolf frenzy, but that no. doesn't that wouldn't make sense either if it was a skill grammatically, right?
2: No, because even a skill it doesn't make sense here. Like if he says uncanceled animations WC Oh wait, no, I don't know what he means. I don't know what WC is. God damn it. Uh, slow i'm trying to think of all their skills like um let's see wolf's fame crouching wolf wolf's hunger no no uh echo spirit skull cr- nothing that i can think of versus nothingness what
0: does w slash c mean
2: <laughs> come on silent chat
0: we need uh, you uh it means water closet Easy. All right,
2: that makes sense then. All right, animation's water closet <laughs> makes them easy to grab. And on top of it all, these skills uh, have many telegraphed uncancellable SA gaps that anyone who went deep to Striker Mechanics would easily punish. Super good example if uh, Nayashi's Striker Duel from way <laughs> back. And he links <laughs> Nayashi dueling a striker. It's really not it's, hard to punish because of how telegraphed it is. The uppercut in the video, no matter where they chain it to, F, LNB, RMB, or if they do a good job at all, just the plain uppercut would leave them unprotected when they land the striker no way of doing anything. Uh, other praying to God he's not fighting against someone who went deep in striker before someone like Nayashi. It's not just the uppercut skill, even the bread and butter skill, mass destruction, many more mobility skills that don't... Uh, want to give away to be honest the only thing keeping me from buying reroll coupons is rich lower strikers when the mystic is thirsty for the strikers booty anyway sorry frosty if you have to read the insane wall text i wouldn't if you put a tldr but i do want to address some of this stuff wait what were you gonna say wait wait, wait 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 hold on i was, gonna, yeah, I
3: was, was, was gonna, gonna, gonna say i was gonna that? because i kind of missed it
2: not rereading that oh uh, no <laughs>
3: hold on send me the, send me, send, send me he, the saw... link i'll read over it
0: I don't know how this wasn't the first thing we thought of, because I know for a fact you guys have seen it used like this before as well, because I've used seen it used like this a lot. It it means wrong chat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> True. Wrong chat? In this what? context, yeah. it doesn't, but yeah, it does mean wrong chat, but not with the <laughs> slash. <It> was... <laughs> okay, so here's a couple things I want to address. One, Striker is... Good in 1v1. And two, yes, there are telegraphed abilities, but all right. I, I don't know what you mean by mass destruction in this context. Mass destruction is not unprotected in any sense. So a Mewa cannot punish you for using mass destruction. Mass destruction both lingers at the end and is protected from start to finish. That's, unless you're
0: using it off cooldown. <laughs> unless you're
2: using it off cooldown or with very high ping where the beginning feels like it's not protected, but with lower ping, it is protected through and through. The other thing is... You your a lot of your skills are cancelable and okay sure if you use twisted collision in someone's face like Nayashi who can react to stuff quickly, you're gonna get CC'd, but Twisted Collision actually has range on the CC, so you shouldn't be using it right in their face. You can use it at a distance where it'll still hit them and potentially CC them and they have to actually like close a little bit of that distance first, which would be more than just a chase. Also, you well, have can... to you have to kind of anticipate where they're going to go or, or sides they're poking. Like if someone as good as Nayashi, who's learning your tendencies, is fighting you, you have to learn theirs too. Like that that is one of the reasons why yeah. people I think call striker brain dead because you're just using twisted collision, but you're not realizing. All right, this dude dragon bit me or 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 uh, um, what is stigma? Right? Is the really fast? What's the really fast one where you like go behind and and stigma stigma? Or
3: no, not stigma. Uh, forward blind thrust
2: so if they're using that it's like all right this person in this fight five fights in a row they forward blind thrust from my right side i'm gonna tilt my twisted collision to the right a little bit because i don't want to get hit on that side it's like boxing in in when you get against someone really good you have to like start learning their tendencies and don't just use these skills completely blindly
3: there's there's some strikers that i fought in the past skirts that used to play i don't know if he plays anymore but he was in barcode for a while um amazing striker like he would use unpredictabilities, but he would do it in a very unpredictable way. Like, if you're going to do something in a very predictable way, of course I'm going to I'm gonna figure out your pattern, and I'm going to, like, literally start aiming for that. And I'm going to punish mm. the fuck out of it. That's what I do. Like, I'm usually... I, I usually am at my worst mm. fighting a new opponent at the very beginning. And then as we continue fighting, I start to slowly pick up on their patterns, and you'll notice that I'll progress over the fights, winning more catches... And stuff like that. That's usually how my play style is. I learn to adapt to my opponent. But That's why if you Stryker ever want to challenge,
0: if you ever want to challenge Nayashi for the title, you just of do best one game, and run. You,
3: you do yeah, one yeah, just and
0: do run. best <laughs> of one.
1: <laughs> you just do best <laughs> of one,
3: best of one, one and run. Yeah. <laughs> but like seriously, no, no, seriously. Today I got challenged multiple times for my grind spot at Stars End. I got challenged by a, and yesterday too, I got challenged uh, challenged by VCD. He won the first fight i won the last two and um i got challenged today by a suck warrior he won the first fight i won the last two i got challenged by a suck uh valkyrie i won the i lost the first fight i won the last right, two i, I can <laughs> it's actually just
2: like... i can actually explain why that happened in all of those so the first fight he's like may was just extra aggressive gonna use everything then the second and third fight he's like all right i'm just gonna run around stub arrow because he caught me dude so no 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 the other thing too is like whenever classes say like we have telegraph skills or uncancelable essay gaps you're describing basically every class like everyone has those that's not yeah like everyone is using unprotected skills to try to like capitalize on something they might have see or anticipate like calculated risk type abilities like that's how it is like um i I
3: don't like my forward blind thrust catch um that i typically catch people with it's unprotected. It's just really fast. So if you can kind of predict when I'm probably going to do that, I do have a tell. You know, like some players pick up on it, but there is a tell. I'm not going to explain it on stream because fuck you all. <laughs> 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 but uh, there's some specific I do that kind of gives away when I'm probably going to do it, and you can usually just do an AOE ability and it'll catch me, just because yeah. that's ends up how it works. But there's certain things that you know I have to do in order to like do what i want to do unfortunately but uh, um right it's just you know you just got to learn to like notice that but you got to be more knowledgeable of your opponent's kit like for an example like me i i try to sit down and learn i'll sit someone that's actually really good at the class to sit them down with me and learn the openings learn where i can punish them and stuff like that so I mean, it, right. it's all about just spending more time on it.
2: Uh, I'm gonna give two two examples. One specifically in the striker matchup, I was fighting um, uh, this guy Carvest, who uh, he is one of those like. I don't think he's super creative in his PvP, but he does the fundamentals like perfectly like he has so few openings and he always he he saves silent step for block jump he uses it exactly on time when he sees block jump and like one of these patterns that i noticed is like he's not using silent step unless i block jump or like he'll use it um I, if he's if he thinks he's going to get away but he he like generally will use it at this speci- specific time and silent step has it's unprotected at the very end so what, what i kept doing is like when he would silent step out of the way he would do it so i'm out of range of block jump or he would miss entirely so then one of the times i would like i would block jump but not even go to him this is on Kuno, and then uh immediately come out with his silent step like when i see him come out and i would just use uh ankle cutter which is teleport bound which was like a quick teleport bound like on his landing a silent step so like after seeing it a few times you kind of change and anticipate what he's doing and then another thing is I saw there's another uh block jump example, but do you know you know um uh Cobain, Nayashi, yeah, Cobain yeah, of really good, like solid sork, he was fighting Kinner, you know Kinner, the kuno, yeah, uh, and Kinner was like he was like trying to teach me some kuno shit, and he was fighting uh Cobain, and it was funny because he was whispering me in between he's like, I'm literally going to use block jump and hold it seven straight fights in a row and right around fight six or seven he's going to try to catch me out of the held version he's going to time he's going to either throw a dream of doom or try to turn back slash right on it so on the seventh one and like literally after like six fights like on literally the seventh time the seventh fight that he used block jump he whispers me he's like this time i'm not going to hold it i'm going to insta do it and get the block jump grab like guaranteed and he literally did it on cobain who's super good he literally like fucking predicted it he's like so he instant block jump and grabs him on that one and like that's kind of like one of those things like it's i don't know it makes the game like a fighting game you you can like
3: your yeah it's a mind game thing you get your opponent into a false sense of security and then you just usually just you know dick on them from there
2: another one is like when you see uh ninjas use murder like sorks get caught by murder intent a lot because sorks rely on frontal guard but when you see ninjas use murderous intent on like Amora, they're like afraid to use it aggressively because Amora knows how so well to to yeah, CC he's, someone. Yeah, he's from
3: literally there. studied all the different uh, openings, dude. Um, and
2: yeah. I don't know. So like when I fight good, there's this. Uh, he'll never like I don't know. He'll never be like a streamer. I don't think or like put himself out there with videos and stuff. But Rage and Angel, like Re- Rez, you remember him, right? Yeah, of he's, dude, his his 1v1 striker is fucking like absurd. Like that dude is hey, he's, he's always
0: been really solid.
2: He's always been good, dude, and he like will literally sit there and practice and like actually like pick up on your tendencies and stuff. Like he's like one of the hardest strikers I've ever fought. On cla- on matchups that he's supposed to just straight up lose, like he embarrasses people. So I, one of my I,
0: favorite one of my favorite things to do, I was going to say, in regards to block jump, is when people keep using block jump the same exact way over and over again. And then there's just one fight where they do it. I know exactly when they're going to do it. And then I just turn my camera around and grab them right as they come out of it before I even get grappled. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing funnier than the question marks I get hit with whenever I do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, all right, moving on. Yeah. Um, so the Musasen says, I feel like there's going to be a cash shop in the seasonal server, which is going to defeat the purpose of seasonal. Yeah, I think so too. But I, I do think it's going to be family wide. I think those items will kind of be. I don't. I not I'm not really sure. I don't. Know. I'll have to see how it works. But I'm pretty sure like some of the cash shop stuff will apply to everything you have. Um, Stefano says, but how do you get the armor of the dead god? Um, so there's two different ways. You can have a pen black star armor, and I believe it's eight thousand six hundred cafris stones. And you use I don't know something simple alchemy or an NPC or something, and you exchange it for armor of the dead god. Or you can have a pen dim tree that is cafris level ten, and a rare drop from the two seventy AP spot. Um, It's just like an item. Uh, And you exchange both of those for Armor of the Dead God. So, yeah. I can't wait to get that shit, dude. They also nerfed the drop rate of that item, apparently, in Korea. By half or 50%. So, when we get it, it's going to be hard to get. Uh, Talented Sniping says, I can tell you that uh, the number one thing that turned me off Zerker is that cannon. I came to play medieval fantasy game, not a fucking Metroid Prime. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair.
0: True. Don't know I, what you're missing.
2: I do still think at least the cannon, even though it is like a gun, it doesn't it still f- has a medieval feel to it, right? I don't yeah, it's know. It's like an old timey yet. cannon. Yeah. It's not like
0: it's we're like shooting a
3: pirate's, it's, it's a, more like a pirate type thing, Yeah, it's, it's not like we're shooting pirates.
0: laser beams and shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's, it's also not like, I don't know, some gunner classes where they're like using rifles and stuff like, I don't know, this feels a little bit less mechanical than that. It has kind of yeah. a cool, but I, I'm with you. I, that's one of the reasons I don't know. I like the fantasy style stuff more so than like modern guns and stuff. Uh, snarky. Mega suit. Man. Mega Man. <laughs> snarky sue just says honestly i love the league's idea seasons using language from poe love the idea and love to see more radical events put into these temp servers for more fun stuff like double mobs or loot goblins of sort maybe more mini bosses that spawn regularly big batter elites etc i think your guys questions and concerns are valid but the trade-in gear i thought was self-explanatory they will probably add a vendor to trade your pen gear in or will transform or transfer to main server. The enhance rate is double, if I recall correctly, and 10% pen chance is very generous on around 100 stacks. I think it might, might be faster on main server. Let's just say it is. I think overall, it'll be a better experience for new players to play with and having an equal gear footing to everyone on the start. I had thoughts about the economy, right? But the thing is, all the items the Seasons people have is items not farmed in the main server. So in the end, it's all items that would have been there if they had been playing main. The economy will be fine, undoubtedly. The premium items, we're all unsure, but I'm going to put my money on that. The items you have on main, like tents and Seasons, or everyone will be given a base loadout. Everyone has X inventory, X weight, X pets that don't transfer back to main. And I highly doubt markets will be connected at all. Imagine if it was LOL W would be really dumb yeah well
3: i mean i got i got some comments on that like Mm -hmm. i don't think it was obvious like just yeah i was about to say i'm gonna gonna
0: some sources on that
3: (laughs) yeah you're you're making an assumption too therefore you're you don't know anyways what the hell is going on with it so that's i just don't
0: think unless there's some posts that we missed i i don't know where you're coming up with all of this information yeah Because they definitely don't talk about it from the sources that we were reading.
2: So it it looks like this. This is is the way I've gathered from some of the Korean videos. If it, it is a transfer over thing, there's not an NPC or anything, but when the season ends and your character transfers over, those... Pieces that you upgraded are equal to a uh, one level below of actual boss gear. So your the chest armor, if you get it to pen, will exchange like when you when it transfers over to main server at the end of the season, will be a tet Dimtree, and then same thing with the gloves and so on and so forth. There'll be tet bags, uh, tet Gaeth or Griffin, I can't remember which one it is, um, tet Ergon boots, and then like so on and so forth. And then the accessories yeah. are literally just the base. Like, uh, if you have a full set of TET accessories, I think TET is the peak, the max you can go to on accessories. We'll exchange for Tri Crescent, Tri Bassy, Tri Ogre, and Tri Tungrad earrings.
3: Well, it's like, um, I'm not the only one that had this kind of concern either. Like, I just put the link for the clip that I took from Choice's stream. They did a podcast and they were talking about this as well but uh, i think it was huntler who was right. basically given his concerns he said the devils in the details on this cuz he's like as an experienced player as a veteran player i'm going to look at ways to exploit this for my gain right which 100%. is fair e- everyone I mean, is yeah yeah
2: so yeah to i don't
3: know it's just a reference to the comment but
2: yeah. i i do think um i think he's right i i think i i like what he said about the economy thing where it's like These players will be playing anyway. I mean, worst case scenario, Crescents, Ogre, like those specific items kind of lose their value. But I don't think long term that that matters that much since there are other higher end versions of those items, you know? Imagine
3: like on the day that seasons transfer over, thousands of Tri Crescents end up on the marketplace. Right. Like that, that's going to tank the market
2: that might, but at the same time, if they go down, if they're like, if they drop, right? Like, let's say they tank the market on those tri accessories, then a bunch of rich players are going to buy them, go for tat and pens, potentially sell them, put them on the market. So like long-term might actually end up being a good thing in a weird way
3: yeah that's fair that's a fair assessment frosty's like anything to <laughs> for me.
0: the price of pens <laughs> please
1: i hope i hope there's
2: like 20 pen crescents on the market when the season ends please
3: yeah because they're gonna be like fucking expensive
2: um he adds lastly in an additional comment also on the gains part just think about how free the money is for making these enhanced uh, armor accessory weapons if you play it right it's 100 worth yeah i think it'll be cool i think it'll be a uh It'll be good, for, good player, for, new players. for new players. I was
3: more or less concerned about veterans.
2: And I think it'll be fun for veterans to play with new players. And also, I have like a group of friends that want to just start all new characters on there just for fun. Just to like try it out. I think it'd be kind of cool. Um, Talented Sniping says, Resler's point about asking people for help is very true. My guild is decked with Aftershock. I'm a newer player and was doing Aftershock member in BA yesterday. He was super chill, gave me some pointers, dropped his gear, definitely took it easy on me. Yeah, I noticed the same thing. Dude, actually even people that talk shit, like if if someone kills me and calls me some gamer words and says I suck or whatever and I go like, hey, you accept
3: it and you move on with your life?"
2: <laughs> I accept no, but if I go like, "Hey, dude, I actually don't run into like what let's just say it's a class I never see." Um I'll be like, "Hey, can you or if you could, like, you're down to go BA real quick. I actually, like, struggle so much with that class. Like, nine times out of ten, they actually will and end up being super nice. Yeah. um, I've had that happen. I actually had a DK calling me some gamer words one time, and I was like, dude, honestly, like, I haven't spent enough time in BA against Succession DK. Like, if you're down to go BA, and then we ended up in BA for, like, an hour and a half, and we're just talking, and now we're cool. Even though I am he was right, I am those gamer words uh noms noms, fatty kitty <laughs> says res and frost ignore the haters, you guys make my grind better and appreciate everything you two trolls do, dude, I don't have any haters all right it's just wrestler uh <laughs> his his haters they're they're not that bad
3: his haters aren't that bad
2: yeah you have to he's, also, a, he's
3: a hater he's a hater sympathizer
2: wrestler is self-aware enough to know that like yeah he's gonna get hate but it's it's a trade-off for being like super rich and famous you
0: know yeah because <laughs> i make so much money off of this podcast dude it's like...
2: i i heard we're we have an ad now on the youtube video
0: we do we have an ad yeah <laughs> someone,
2: someone told me there's one ad And it was like, dude, tell Reslar you can put more than one ad. Dude, it's a three-hour show. There doesn't need to be just one ad. You can put, like, three or four. This is is
0: news to me. Did you monetize the channel?
2: (laughs) I was like, I'll tell him that after I tell him to give me a cut of the first ad.
0: Because I definitely have not monetized the channel, so...
2: (laughs) Yeah, so I don't don't know how that works, but someone's seeing ads. I have YouTube Red, so I can't actually see. I don't get ads on YouTube videos. I have ad (laughs) block. Wow, being such a fucking...
3: uh big big right. man with the, with the youtube red i wish i had youtube red
2: well i use google play music for my music and it comes with red it's like built in you just get it also so i don't use spotify By the way, or, no, actually, yeah, i know
0: that i know uh, that podcast starts in four minutes right if you uh, go, yeah then the
3: just... podcast yeah I you w- can take off i wish, off if you I, wish I wish shaky didn't do it at 6 p.m but that's what people voted on
2: just sorry had... all right we'll, we'll roll through this we're almost done uh astari says just re the guardian people it's the best class kek w love the podcast as always thank you um cameron Zukov says "Blackstar offhand awakening accessories win now that you guys have hit over a thousand subs how's it feel being eligible for youtube's monetization program it's great i put in my two-week notice at work um <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> hopefully soon dude all like five uh, pennies you'll get
0: Real quick, though, I am actually curious. I don't think I would ever want to monetize the channel, mostly for copyright infringement reasons. Because I don't want to be fucked with having to find copyright-free music for, like, different things. Uh, You still get hit, I think. Yeah, well, you
4: don't
0: don't get strikes, though, is the thing.
3: I don't get strikes at all. What are you talking about?
0: Uh, But if if you have your shit monetized, you can get strikes if you get too many copyright infringements. But I don't think that happens if you uh, if you You don't get warnings.
3: You get a bunch of warnings. I've gotten shitloads of warnings.
0: But anyway, what I was gonna ask is, uh, someone the other day asked if there was a asked Frosty if there was a place that he could like donate to the podcast. I was wondering if we did decide to like set up a Patreon, what kind of rewards would people want to see on there? Because I don't know how much there is that we could do. So if we did end up setting something up, what are some like rewards that we could give you guys for donating us that you guys would like to see on there? Out of curiosity, comment down below what you would like
2: to see. A night out with Resler.
0: Probably not going to happen.
2: <laughs> it's like this user uh, donated five dollars. Donated it's like and then Resler buys a plane ticket and flies out to hang out with them for a day. And <laughs> 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 they're not there. They yeah, don't my, even
1: show up, dude. They're made enough. They just ghost. beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> <Hell laughs> <yeah. laughs>
2: uh Cameron Zukoff says, Black Star offhand. Uh oh wait, I said this already. Uh, WoW seriously says, change this damn intro, please. You mentioned it last episode, we will not forget love the pad podcast. <laughs>
0: So my plan was. Let me go ahead and explain my plan. My plan was actually probably to change the intro and the outro uh, song whenever Frosty's new album dropped. Yeah, that we... was going to be. I was going to pick. We were going to pick two songs off the new album, and then that was going to be the new intro song and outro song. And I was of course going to redo the intro whenever we did that. That was my plan.
2: Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have one one of our new songs is gonna be finished, which I think will be a decent intro or outro song i'll send it to you once it's done in the next like three to four weeks and then every every like two to four weeks after that another song will be done so should be pretty soon. okay cool so we're we're coming up on it um and yeah (laughs) there's no triple cc from the mystic anymore dude that skill that skill don't do shit anymore is Uh, that a
0: triple stun from the mystic
2: uh dr wait who was it that said was it vibes good vibes guy yeah. Yeah, dr positive should have said no this a stiffen the awkward-
0: <laughs> did <laughs> you see did you see in spiro's latest video he took the clip from when i helped uh dr positive with the uh the bsl and yeah Sphero entered the tournament under the yeah, name blindu yeah. <laughs> and he took the clip of me saying i'm still not a thousand percent sure that that's not spiro
2: <laughs> yeah dude by the way that was um, that was a cool video that spiro did if you guys haven't seen it that highlight video is so oh good. yeah yeah that so, was awesome so good. dude yeah. yeah he did it that
0: great. cc that oh he opened the video with was like oh my god
2: <laughs> yeah warrior looks so fucking fun in the right hands um The Awkward Ninja says, dude, I fucking died when Frosty asked Rylock what his bar for garbage was, and he said it was a warrior. (laughs) I don't know how good our, (laughs) quote, I don't know how good our PvE is, is, but it feels worse than warrior, so it is bad, end quote. (laughs) I would love to see some actual numbers from standardized gear spots. As far as I know, Ranger was like number two with warrior pre-nerf. Hearing them complain to me is like hearing billionaires complain about taxes. Sure, they took... Uh, you down a lot more than me, but you're still doing pretty good for yourself. Sure, yeah. you aren't Bill Gates, but 1 billion is still a lot. Note yeah. for Frosty, Ranger Awakening Dash gives you 10 DR. Probably should be evasion because 10 DR ain't saving you. Yeah, it probably should be like 20 DR and 10% evasion, to be honest. Um Right also didn't realize that KR players played like a bunch of toxic babies, but then again, I've seen Zerkers from KR play, and that is a bit monka s. But I did know that open world is way more lit on KR. For Reslar, Tamer-Zerker matchup sucks for Zerker because the dog CCs you out of the long-ass grab animations. Edit, keep adding things as I go. Um, I do want to comment on this. I Yes, Ran- that is exactly how I feel about Rangers. Their PVE is still top five. Like legit, still top five, like basically everywhere. But because for whatever reason, and Rylock's not the only one who's done this. Every Ranger compares himself to Warrior. It's like the weirdest fucking thing. It it like always bugged me too about Mystic back in the day when everyone's like, well, Mystic's getting this much. And it's like, yeah, we've established. Mystic is broken. Let's compare yourself to the average of everyone else. (laughs) Like we know Mystic is too high. Like that's not the bar. Yeah, Warrior suck is like, that is kind of, it's like, well, we were getting the same as Warrior Suck, and then we got nerfed, and Warrior Suck's still getting that. That's not fair. And it's like, yeah, I know. But then, like, Awakened Ninja's still getting 3,200 in in history, you know? So, yeah.
0: now is she got to get out of here, brother? Yeah,
2: All right. you got to All right, we'll All finish right. up the comments without get you, stuff, man. Guess. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I, uh, you're, this is awkward, dude. We've never had a non-guest guest leave, you know?
0: Yeah, first, first time, dude. Now okay. it's just the two of us.
2: Leaving us for Well, dude, it, this it... is like
0: uh this is like value pack classic mode right now. <laughs> just Restlar and Frosty.
2: <laughs> dude, imagine being the mo- the only Maywa on the server, so you just get to do every podcast because everyone needs a Maywa. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: Damn, dude he's not even here to defend the class now to do that. <laughs>
2: uh dude i was gonna point out also his his point on the zerkers from kr it's funny because like i'll still watch kr zerkers every once in a while and there's like one kr zerker that plays in succession that i think is really good but every other Zerker i see in kr they're all just on doom horses Fucking every one of them. On Doom Horses? Yeah, they're just slaughtering people on Doom Horses, and I'm like, this is t- this is terrible.
0: <laughs> Why? I don't
2: understand. Dude, because Doom Horse is busted. I don't know. The I don't Zirker, know
0: I do. Is Zerker is Zerker like tamer, like or Ranger where it has like some like really OP horse skill that I don't know about?
2: No, I think I think uh, maybe. It might be. Maybe they can use something on there. I don't I don't even know. Um Fired Up Wings, he has a whole long thing about DK, which I read um, through personally, but he added a TLDR that says, DKs overreact to everything and like to complain, and it was partly justified, even though she never was super bad. Suck addressed a lot of issues, and implementing small adjustments to the waking kit can make her viable a lot more viable as well.
0: The only time I would say that the DK whining was 100% justified was when it was whining about the matchup against Striker and Mystic. Right. Because there was actually just nothing DK could do about that. But like every other time that DKs are like, oh, our class is dead, we're useless, like what a bad class, it's just not true, man. It's just not. Now, like, are there a lot of, other, is DK maybe on the weaker side of things? Yeah, sure. But like at the end of the day, like fucking, what's his name? My name is Q. Is still out there shrekking kids. So, until that guy is not able to get kills, you cannot tell me that it's impossible to do well with your class.
2: I also think part of it is a mindset. Like a lot when DK came out, everyone had tri boss gear. So seed and scattering darkness or shattering darkness like deleted people. And, like, those aren't really meant to be nukes. It's just no one had gear. So those, like, super far-ranged abilities now are just, like, pokes more than anything. And they're like, oh, we do no damage. But their melee skills still hit hard as fuck. Right. So, yeah. Um, Loop pick says, thanks for doing something with audio on the previous video and this one. I dislike compressors less than being deaf, so thank you. Keep up the good work. Yeah, this last one, um, this one and the one before, I put a compression that's like really subtle. Um, but also like gates at the high end, so should be good. Um, the Spoon Elite says Reslar Gate is Gamergate, but with anti Reslar propaganda. This week felt a lot better. Not sure if it was just that Reslar was paying more attention. <laughs> His leak match ended, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not Geraro says at one one eleven oh four people that destroy me usually get bored and leave after like five matches. That's called griefing. You're griefing them. <laughs>
1: <That's>, <laughs> yeah, right. You're
2: a karma bomb and son of a bitch. That's what you are, dude. Uh the name is J says Ranger Pepe Hands QQ. True. K 081, LOL at all lol at all the DK comments. Quiet DKs, cough. Kso81 uh, says, as Ranger main to count Reslar's or to counter Rezlar's remarks, and having fought critical plenty of times, you can't judge the current status of the class based on one player's ability. For him to win with two twenty AP, for example, the amount of CC. He has to execute in a chain and win. He needs to pull off so many combos, whereas dying to 220 AP on Maywa from one bloom, I don't see how that justifies balance for the class. Sure, getting good can justify your ability to win, but in my opinion, Ranger has to get godly in comparison to how easy it is for other classes to shift F, L, and B for the win. Kudo to Rylock giving creds to senpai. LOL. True Rangers only know. What then,
0: what 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 imaginary classes? Are just like at two fucking like forty AP, actually just one skilling everybody. Mewa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Like seriously, like even like Sorks aren't like literally one skilling people at low APs. But or like
2: ninja. Or, yeah. No. No. But, I, like I don't know.
0: when it when it comes time for when it comes time for like this, like a person's class to like talk about their burst potential. All of a sudden, everybody can do it except for them. It's like, I I don't understand it. Also, you misunderstood the whole reason I brought up critical. The whole reason I brought up critical is like, again, the same thing with the my name is Q example. There are people out there that are killing it with these classes that are able to do well with these classes. So the argument of, well, the reason I'm losing this fight is because my class is just bad. It's, it's not true. Now, if you want to say there are some issues with my class, that's fine. If, if, as long as you approach it rationally and not from a place of like anger or jealousy or anything else. But this idea of like, my class is dead. I can't do anything because I play a bad class that just can't win. It's literally just not true.
2: Right. And
0: that's the reason that I bring up people like Critical and My Name is Q. Because people who say that annoy the shit out of me. It's not true. There's a reason in our tier list no classes get placed in F tier. That's on purpose. There are no classes that are actually incapable of playing this game. Like, it's just such horse shit, and it annoys the fuck out of me.
4: Yeah.
2: Um... And and also Rezler didn't say the class isn't like or Resler didn't say the class was balanced. He was just saying that like sure it can use some tweaks, but there's also rangers that are making it look really good. So there's potential there. The ceiling is not you haven't hit the cap. Uh Colecos, the spellweaver says I disagree with this because we're talking about class balance. This is in reply to uh, Queso's comment on the ranger uh i disagree because we're talking about class balance i don't see any better way to balance a class other than having a player who won't make a mistake at the helm hence the class capability is highlighted i mean if we put an average player at the helm and he fucks up and dies then is the class really the one at fault again we're talking about class balance i.e the skill set of this particular character i.e what this character can do and that's true too right like yeah you can't base everything off of the high end but the high end is like kind of the example of like what you can learn from. I mean I Yeah, know, well this
0: goes this goes to like league has always had this issue of like do we balance around the pro players or do we balance around the average player in like gold or some shit? Like right. it it's just a question like and there's no right or wrong answer. Like there's pros and cons to both. But I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to figure that out personally.
2: Sonic Cam says or Com says, "Funny how you compare DK complaining to shy. I guess you can compare DK to a non-PVP class that only provides support or acts as a CC bot. To be fair, DK doesn't have anything to complain about after suck. But most complaints were when Michigan Striker was flavor of the month class. A soft clap, a soft cap Mystic." was able to beat DK with higher gear score, and even a skilled DK couldn't kill Mystic because of busted magic DP, couldn't combo even after multiple catches, which is already hard with DK awakening skills back then. In my opinion, DK complaints were fully valid at the time. While other classes in large scale had niche like Witch Wiz, Heals or PA, Tamer, Zerker, Alts, Sork Ball and Shy's Bubble. DK at the meta had no roll and damage, so I saw a lot of my friends re-roll off DK or quit. In that meta, PP... If a PvP guild had a choice, they would take a shy over a dK any day
0: right, yeah, but, i mean i I said this earlier, right, is that like in those days, those complaints were absolutely justified. The issue is it's not those days anymore, but d k still act like it is
2: yeah those it's not those days anymore, and everyone has. I don't know just what I, I can't remember the last time I ran into a DK that doesn't blow me up no matter what class I play so yeah I, I mean Ryan. yeah point point taken though that was they complained more back in the day but they still complain like you still hear them complain about gaps and stuff and like I don't know maybe the Nocturne thing in succession needs to come to Awakening and it would make a huge difference but outside of that I think Awakening is like pretty okay Um, Will Motto says, Thanks for calling out DK on this podcast. It's so funny that it's like back and forth each other. I know, right? Uh thanks for calling out DK on this podcast. LOL, we fought some gear DK on Node War, and I can tell you they're not weak like they are saying. They have iframes, protected CCs, and it seems like they have no opening versus them comparing to other classes. They are a hidden OP class at the moment. Um, that some people are start starting to re roll to them while they are yelling on how bad they are. The other thing with them is um I think that uh, if if I were to change anything on DK, I think I've said this before, but I, I would make them, again, while upright, not while not CC'd, I would make them slightly more durable because they are pretty melee. Like, their damage is melee. So maybe make it a little easier for them to not just die instantly. But, yeah,
0: from, like, chip damage.
2: Right, but they have a very glass in succession. I almost think, like, it's okay, because they do so much damage that it's scary to trade with them, even if you think that their squishing can kill them, because they do so much damage to you. So it's kind of a... They're like assassin in like the fullest sense, like a glass cannon assassin with the way they're set up right now. now you get hit by a DK right now, dude. Oh, my God. Like succession DK, that is. It's crazy. Right um not geraro replies to that guy and says learn the matchup dude they're full of openings Laxon says lol dk got protected cc in pre-awakening in close range and those animations slow full of gaps which can't use them node war siege without die asap dk node war siege literally try to cc people with seed in your teammates fucks them up afterwards see this is the thing is like that that's why i say like maybe they need to be a little bit less squishy but they're not. Also, the full of gaps is an exaggeration. The animations are slow, but they do a lot of damage, and they're protected CCs. I mean, some classes don't even have that. Yeah. The seed stiffens are good, dude. You guys kill steel all the time with seed, and then uh, toys FX says first, and that's it. Um, is it
0: was that was that the first comment?
2: It was the first comment. So the last uh. Or just a reminder, we are now on Spotify. So you can search the Value Pack podcast. Uh, Just about every episode is up there unless uh, we missed the episode or I did or whatever. I'm going to just leave it as as is. But every new episode will go up there every single week uh, when the video is posted. Sometimes a little bit sooner. I'll try to put it up as early as I can. And then um, hopefully iTunes as well. I still haven't heard back from Apple. They have a super long process for putting a podcast for some reason so just waiting on that and then uh yeah we'll be good to go so subscribe on spotify subscribe on itunes once that's up i'll make an announcement in the discord make sure you follow or join the discord um make sure you follow me on i'm gonna start streaming <laughs> streaming
1: you keep <laughs> saying that i'm Twi- waiting for it to i happen. am i
2: am gonna start streaming twitch.tv slash so frosty <laughs> um Nayashi's stream also he is do you remember no stream off the top of your head twitch.tv slash yeah, Twitch,
0: Nayashi underscore na
2: yep and then um make sure you share the video the youtube video upload it like it on reddit this that share it with your discords all that stuff in game um we'll we'll look into the patreon thing make sure you let us know what you guys think we could do to kind of set up a patreon and have it be rewarding for you guys as well and uh... Yeah, and to be
0: clear, we're not announcing a Patreon. We're saying that if we did, yeah. what would you guys want to see on there? Because judging, I'm only going to set it up if people are actually interested in that sort of thing. And if they have rewards that we can actually do. Maybe so let's... that's kind of that's the wall that I'm kind of running into with that whole idea.
2: Maybe we'll just get a P.O. box and just mail us cash. <laughs> fuck it
0: we'll have to get three different ones one in texas one in florida and one in california so everybody gets their fair share
2: yeah <laughs> exactly cool uh that's that's the podcast thanks for listening any uh anything closing thoughts res
0: uh no that'll be it make sure you join the uh the discord uh now that six sessions are out on all the characters they're gonna put them on trials and so we might be doing uh more tournaments and stuff We're gonna pick back up on community events at some point, I promise. I have it in the back of my head, it's just I need to actually do it. So make sure you join the Discord to get all that information whenever that shit is going down. And other than that, we will catch you
1: all next week.